All right. Welcome to Craven Iron Podcast. This is episode number 30. Uh, this is like a part two from episode 18. I have Tony Davis, Dante Petrella, and Justin Cohen. How's it going, guys? How you doing? What's up, guys? Hell yeah. So what are you guys drinking tonight? Water. Propel. Oh, there you go. Me and Justin are on the right path. Yeah, but the difference is this is the first one I've had before we started. I didn't just, like, drink. <laughs> you're not you're not drunk before we start? Not after this weekend, no. <laughs> yeah, happy late birthday, Justin. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah. I actually did a video for you. Uh, I didn't post. You made yeah. a video? Yeah, I did. My wife recorded it. It's going to be great. I'll show you, you didn't post it. No, I didn't post it. Uh, stand by. Anyways, um, how was your birthday, Justin? Um, good and bad all the same. Uh, it, was, it was a good day. Uh, boy, I had sports. First birthday without my dad, so it was a little rough when I visited his grave site. Um, but, but after that, my um, wife uh, surprised me. Had some people over, you know, and you get around good people, you know. We just sat there. <laughs> Drank, played beer pong. You see that cake? That cake was badass, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Custom X and Sledge. Mm -hmm. I was looking for the big dick on it, though. <sighs> Not around this house. There's no big dick anywhere around here. I was waiting for the copyright claim, you know, but I guess it doesn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no, it was good. It was good. Yeah, um... So I know last podcast you your dad was actually in the hospital. Yeah, uh, he was at a, he was at a uh, in a care facility. He was there for probably about five years, and then he just went down. But he's in a better place now. So, but yeah. the first they said they said the first year is always hard because you go through that first Christmas, first birthday, first you know. They might my oldest knew him from. You know, he remembers them, so he had a hard time with it too. So it's not even just me that's struggling. It's like when you see your kids struggling, there's not much you can really do. And like when they're eight, they don't like they understand death, but they really don't. So it's kind of hard. But other than that, I mean, man, I mean, um, but that's probably been one of the biggest struggles going on. I just got to find some way to push through it and bring positive out of it, whether how that doesn't matter how hard it is. So. Yeah, there's always a uh, you always got to find a positive. I know it's a hard thing. I mean, I haven't. I honestly haven't uh, dealt with that. I actually haven't lost uh, any close family members. I mean, a couple, but they weren't like dad, mom, brother, sister. Yeah. That you know. But yeah. Yeah. It's, it time heals all. I mean, I lost my sister when I was in seventh grade, and just uh, you just got to take the 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 positive out of everything. So that's all I'm trying to do, and. And at the end of the day, I really don't have a fucking choice because I have two kids that I got to provide for. So it's not – I can't have a pity party for myself. I got two kids to look at me and that I have to provide for them. So yeah, it is what it is. Thank you. Yeah, good man. So, hey, here's the video. I'll show you. Hey, let me know if you can't hear it. Happy birthday. And it's for you. Cheers. <laughs> Still chugging. 
Yep. That's awesome. Those Raising teeth. a fine chugger. Those <laughs> teeth. Send you help. The Arizona sweet tea, the authentic one. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Anyway, so uh, this year has been fucked, huh? That's so, an understatement. Yeah. So you know that they uh, recently made – oh, by the way, for everybody that's listening, this uh, podcast or this episode isn't uh, – I mean, we're just kind of winging it. We're, you know, garage talk, whatever. This is our first, this is our first radio together. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I saw a whole bunch of posts from California that uh, they passed the pedophilia being legalized, and that it's supposed to be like ten years and above. Did you guys see that? I think it's within. I think they're like not. What is it? Within ten years of your age, I think it's not considered like a crime. Well, yeah, I heard that. So, say you're eighteen, they at least have to be eight. This my old. Ah, I'll fucking kill somebody. I don't care. What, I don't care what the fucking rule is. See, Fuck that. I don't, I don't get how people just let these be, officials stay in when they pass shit like this. What happened so, to the good old assassinations, man? What's that? What happened to the good old assassinations? Somebody needs to put them motherfucking down. What happened to capital punishment? Jesus Christ! What happened yes. to America? Feelings happened. Social media, social media, and feelings happened. I know That's last correct. time. I know last time we were trying to bring in fucking politics, and these fucking Democrats are fucking morons. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I I I know what I'm supposed to, but that's the only fucking thing going on. I mean, fucking Nancy Pelosi, really? You fucking dumb bitch. Yeah, she said she was set up. Like, get the hell out of here. She said they they would be apology. Bitch, shut the fuck up. This motherfucker's in Congress and got set up to get her hair did. Y'all just think about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, she was hoping to run our country. And uh, those hairstylists are out of work for months, and all of a sudden she just comes waddling in. You know, set yeah. up. Yeah, they're going to set her up for a $20 hair appointment or however much it was. I know, that was fucking ridiculous. It's like, out of all this fucking shit, you're getting set up by a hair salon. Yeah, freaking, uh, and all, like, bullshit aside, like, Biden's obviously got something, dementia or time or something going, just like my fucking dad had. And I'm like, of all people for you guys to pick, it's this motherfucker. Like, about Biden? Yeah, Biden. He's fucking, you, you can tell he's, it's not clicking. It's just, it's not. And well, it's sad what? that... I could tell that it wasn't clicking when he started smelling children. I mean... <laughs> well, we can't get started with that with the whole freaking Epstein Island bullshit because they're all the fucking... All that bullshit going on. I don't know. It's all fucking bullshit. They did, find a bunch of, they did find a bunch of vans full of children in the last couple months. If you yeah, but you don't hear a lot of shit about that, though. No. No. This so happens when Jelaine Maxwell is getting interviewed. Yeah. Yeah. And like Australia, I think, too, and a couple other foreign countries. Yeah. You, you guys are getting me all fired up. So, hey, what about the, uh, other than the political side of it, what about the mask bullshit? How, how intense is it where you guys are with the masks? I got to wear a mask every day, all day. Yeah, I, I heard. Can, I heard in PA like Tom Wolf was getting the shit on for being unconstitutional about masks or something. I didn't read too much into it. I just it's, it's only going to go so much longer, man. Everybody's going to say fuck it. I mean that that's what's going to happen. I mean, the little town I live in, 
you can walk in the streets without a mask on or rural farms. They're not going to say nothing. They don't say anything. I walk in with a mask on, but as soon as I go into Maryland and Howard County, the upper ritzy people, you got to have a fucking mask on. But I don't know. I sometimes like, I like wear the mask and I'm like, like why I'm wearing, I'm like, what the fuck is going on with our country? Like you walk in, everybody's wearing a mask. And then if you're not wearing a mask, they get pissed off at you for not wearing one. That's just, I don't know. When I was in North Carolina, we had to wear masks everywhere as well. You know, uh, so the first wave of COVID, you know, we had the first wave about a couple months ago, or whatever, right? And then uh, our, our our Mojave County in Arizona started opening back up again, like the gyms and everything. But um, anyways, the first wave, we didn't have to wear masks anywhere. It was just, hey, just fucking close a couple businesses, but we're not fucking doing the mask thing. Gyms are going to stay open. Um, but anyway, so the second wave, gyms are closed. Uh, we now have masks fucking everywhere. I went to California for a week. Uh, maybe. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. It was terrible. <laughs> but, like, that was the first wave is when um, we didn't have masks here. And then I went to California and, uh, dude, reality check. Just fucking everywhere I went, they would fucking, <laughs> they would, like, threaten to kick you out of the door or kick you out if you didn't have a mask on. And you have people walking in with their shirts with their shirts like this because they didn't want to get kicked out. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And I didn't have a mask. I'm from Arizona. We didn't fucking believe in masks. It's fucking bullshit anyways. But um, I go to the gas station. I go to this gas station. We're almost to my parents' house, which is like 14-hour drive. Almost there, probably like two hours away. And, I mean, I didn't wear a mask the whole fucking time. But then I get to this gas station. It was in Sacramento and uh, or Sacramento Airport. And um, I walk in, and she's like, hey, uh, excuse me, do you have a mask? And I was like, uh, no, I don't, actually. She's like, oh, okay, well, uh, you have to have a mask to come in store. I was like, do you provide masks? And she's like, uh, yeah, they, you can buy them right over here. I'm like, so I have to walk through your store without a mask to buy a mask and put it on? <laughs> and she's yeah. Like, yeah, so anyways, so what I ended up doing after, like, the third store, okay, and my uh, one of my buddies that I was with, he was kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? But I just walked in. I just wanted a fucking Gatorade. So I walked in. It was like $2 and like 10 cents or some shit. Walked in. Had a five in my pocket. And I walked in. I didn't have a mask. And he said, hey, uh, excuse me, sir, you can't, uh, can't buy anything without a mask. And you fucking came in. I just, I kept my mouth shut. Walked, grabbed the fucking Gatorade. Walked up to the counter. He said, sir, I can't check you out unless you have a mask on. I said, okay, cool. So I put a five on the counter and I walked out. And yeah, yeah. Not I, think, I know go to prison. I didn't steal it. The gym, the gym that I get to the Y <clears throat> you have to wear a mask from the front door. It's I'm not, I'm not shitting. It's probably 10 foot. You have to wear a mask from the front door to the gym where you lift and you can take it off. I'm like, and if you go like this, they're like, <laughs> nope, that, that's not going to work. You need a mask. And I'm like, what the fuck is the fucking difference between me going like this for 10 feet and putting something in my fucking face? So, hey, does that matter if you touch the ground? Because you could probably jump 10 feet. Stupid. Open the door, full sprint, jump. Safe. It's fucking impressive, man. But, I don't know. I mean, I, don't know. I have two different ways. I mean, some people that, like, have, like, you know, medical issues and all that kind of shit, you know. It's like I want to wear it because I don't want to offend them, but it's also like them motherfuckers need to stay their ass at home though. That's like the problem. 
but is it six feet apart or is a mask? I mean, which one? I mean, you can't, if the mask works, why do I say six feet apart? And if the mat, you know, it's just all fucking bullshit. It's all political <laughs> bullshit. Then if you have, all it is. if you have a pre-existing fucking illness, you are subject to getting sick. Keep your motherfucking ass at home and let's open up the rest of the country. Yep. I mean, Period. the way I look at it, it's pretty fucked up. But if my immune system is that bad or I'm going to die from COVID, then let me go. You know what? If I'm going to die during Hey, my dad, my dad is that way. My dad's 81. He's like, if this fucking bullshit virus gets me, so fucking be it. I've lived long enough. Fuck it. Yep. You don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, it just drives me nuts. It's all the left, you know. And they're all blaming Trump and all this shit. He didn't do enough. It's like, dude, you know what? This is the first pandemic that we actually shut the country down to slow it down and all that shit. And you're telling me that fucking Trump brought it in. and hey, Man, they're just looking for a scapegoat, man. That, that's that's all they're looking for. Oh, dude, we had a tornado. Everyone, everyone plays the blame game now. Yeah. No, we had, a, we had a tornado for the first time in years, uh, about two hour, maybe an hour north. Trump, Trump so, sent that. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> so... Okay, one of the inmates, it was on the news, the tornado and shit, the, like, local news. <laughs> one of the inmates said, oh, hey, Trump's fault that that tornado dropped down in Kingman. Oh, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, but then you, but Biden said that if he gets in, tornadoes are going to stop, all this bad weather somehow. This climate change is going to be gone. Fucking disappeared. <laughs> all because this motherfucker's going to... The fires in California will stop this year because Biden gets in. Them motherfuckers have been happening for fucking years. If Dude, have you have you guys ever heard that fucking WAP song by that stupid Cardi bitch? B? Cardi Dude, have I you watched the Hodge Twins roast that motherfucker? Oh, I saw yeah, I saw the Hodge Twins roaster. Y'all need to watch the Hodge Twins on Cardi B's interview of Biden. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking awesome. And it, that Candace Owens chick, she would mm. party too. She's a bad bitch. That's a smart motherfucker. Yeah, yeah they had like a, they had a meme about putting Cardi B over the, over California because she's got a wedding. Oh my god! I was like, oh my god. <laughs> That's all fake. Oh fucking Tupperware ass. That's actually really funny. <laughs> Recycle her ass when she dies. It's all fucking plastic. Yeah, she's she's disgusting. Yeah, hey, man, they give all these. I was gonna say, little kids yeah. look up to people like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Athletes, these fucking rappers that are preaching all this bullshit right now. Some man. of the Steelers, some of the Steelers, um, they're putting like uh, soldiers and cops head. Names on the back of their hat, helmets no. no that's a few. Yeah, and that's the fucking the Texans didn't even come out of the fucking locker room for the national anthem. Yeah. I just I I stopped. I don't even watch them no more. Like I have been a diehard fucking Texan since that was since they came out. I went to the first fucking training camp. I'm done. You know what me off is yeah. the national anthem that was on TV. Uh, fuck, what game was it? But anyways, I had a huge fucking American flag behind a line of football players, and they were all kneeling during the national election. You know what I mean? What game was that? It was uh, a couple. It was like what last week? 
a lot of games are like that. Dude, I can even respect the kneeling. At least you came out and acknowledged the fucking national anthem. But the fucking Texans' colors are red, white, and blue. Yeah. Their fucking colors are red, white, and blue. It just blows. Texans, I'm, y'all know I'm from fucking Texas originally. We are the most fucking patriotic fucking state and probably fucking America when it comes to that kind of shit. And our fucking home football team can't even come out for the national anthem. I was so fucking ashamed. Like, I didn't even watch past the fucking, past the, past the anthem. The Chiefs came out. Stood for the national anthem, stood for the Black Lives Matter salute. The Texans came out and stood for a moment of silence for equality in the nation, but couldn't stand for the fucking national anthem. I just blows my fucking mind. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what pisses me off about that? I'm like, hey, you're gonna stand. You're gonna come out for the equality, right? And then you're not, not even gonna fucking. You're gonna separate yourself from fucking everybody. Um, the only team, the only fucking team, and they're gonna sit, go out there for equality, but you're gonna be the only team that doesn't fucking come out for the national anthem, support our troops and support our freedoms. Like, okay, so like the kneeling shit, okay. I mean, as at least they're not just sitting their ass down. I mean, like when you go to the fucking graves and you kneel for your, you kneel for your graves or your uh, lost, right? So it it can be a form of respect, can kind of. But, uh, I mean, if you don't even show up, <laughs> what kind of fucking American are you? That, yeah, is, but I mean, like, that is what we re- represent go on. freedom and equality and liberty. You know what I mean? Well, speaking about that, did you see Colby Covington, that UFC fighter? He won his fight and yeah. started, uh, started praising Trump and he called Trump afterwards and everything. He's like saying, make America great again. Yeah, and then I saw one. I saw one thing that says white man beats white Trump supporter beats up black man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, so I don't know, like the way I feel about that whole NFL thing is like I kind of wonder why they didn't come out. Like, what did they not come out because they didn't want to go for either no. or? Like, I don't, I'm not saying I'm not saying I think it's right, but like, no, their re- their reason was was that they didn't want to have to decide to stand for either or. Well, well, how about staying for both motherfuckers? Because yeah. you don't play football in any other motherfucking country except for this one at the scale that you're getting paid to play it. Yep. The millions and millions of fucking dollars you're making, you want to be equal? Throw some millions my way, bitch. Yeah. I got six yeah, fucking kids. I want to be equal too. I mean, but, I still. I, I'll, I won't lie, I still watch it, and I hate to say it. I mean, I don't hate to say it. I'm a Niners fan, but, like, I won't watch the National Anthem and that stuff. But, like, for the people that do, like, the guy at Pittsburgh Steelers, he served in Afghanistan. He doesn't oh, do yeah, it. So why is it fair for, for like, guys like him that actually do stand up for that? Like, I just feel like I, – I don't know. I just think it's – everything at the end of the day has been too political. Baseball, football. But everybody's like, well, boycott the NFL. And this is just the way I feel. Boycott the NFL. Do you know how many people would take to boycott the NFL, like the ratings for it to actually like, they'll be like, oh shit, we better start standing up. Like, it's just, I just, I don't, I think it would take too many. I think the ratings are already dropped, if I yeah, see no, it correctly. Who? The ratings, like the viewerships. Uh, or yeah, 
I mean, I know they're they're dropping, but I just don't think it's ever going to be enough that it's actually going to be like, stand bitch. Like, I just don't like my cousin. My cousin served in the military for I think he turned in the Navy for seven years. I said, how do you feel about neon? He's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, there's some people that actually like offends the shit out of them, and some people like, whatever. They want to be fucking stupid, and just, that's their own that's their own own choice, you know. Well, uh, I mean, you know that a lot of the money comes from the people in the stands, too. And there's yeah. a lot of stands right now, you know what I mean? So why are you going to, like, politicalize the fuck out of football? Dude, just make it about football. We're there to watch a fucking sport. We're not there to fucking watch politics. If I wanted to watch the politics, I would go and watch the election. Or I would go watch the fucking demographic, demographic views or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like, I would watch the news. It's full yeah. of Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, no, I'm when I turn on fucking uh, when I turn on football, I'm there to watch fucking football. I'm not, I'm there to watch the game. You know, I don't need I don't need your fucking political views. I, I just need to know how well you play. Yeah, I mean, it's, team doesn't fuck up. Uh, there's just there's certain shit I get into. Like I'll I'll read into, but then just like like okay, let's be let's be honest here. Some you kneel, you whatever. I can deal with that. You want to kneel, whatever. But the whole Colin Kaepernick and the LeBron James, I will not fucking do them. And you see how they called out LeBron? Yeah. Obi Covington then, yeah. <laughs> About yep. fucking time somebody did. I know. No kidding. I don't, I don't know what I, I don't I don't know if you guys wrote this. I don't know what I what it was even about, but it was like Joe Rogan was like apologizing for shit and everybody was like, all these guys are always like they're they had their stand. It's kind of like Drew Brees had a stand. He said what he said, and then they always got to keep fucking apologizing. Like just stop worrying about hurting the left, hurting their pussies, and just let them. Everybody has freedom of fucking speech. So why is it fair for the left to say whatever the fuck they want? We do, and then we fucking everybody's pissed off and crying. They're getting their strings pulled, man. They're getting their strings pulled. Contracts and shit. They're they're making them dance. <laughs> But you, I mean, like the right, the problem with the right though, like I mean, I'm I'm on the right, but the problem with the right is there's so many of us, there's so many people on the right that nobody can stand up. Yeah, you could do it on social media, you could do it on podcasts, you could do it on fucking news. I mean, actually, they don't even do it on. But I mean, like, there's so many people. Like everybody I talk to, they're on the right. They're like, hey, you know what? Fuck this! Fuck all the shit that's going on! Fuck the masks! Fuck all this! But no one's standing up. Like we can say it, we can do it on social media, but when it comes to just us in person, like you don't ever see it on the news. Or I mean, Fox News is kind of there, but they do a couple weird couple things too. But hey, the blue lies. Wham! There. Everybody wants fucking little fucking Dante's of water. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so other uh, okay. After we got all riled up about politics and shit, so yeah, get that out of the system. Yeah, we got that. We got that out of the way. So football, okay. Who got pissed off about the fucking fans cheering noise throughout the whole fucking game? You hear that in the background? You have the automated fans yeah. cheering. They don't even fucking make a goal or, I mean, like, make a touchdown or anything, and they're fucking cheering the whole time. Like, how the fuck do you get pumped when there's nobody in the stands? It's not even that. I mean, you know, if you're going to fucking fake it, um, 
You don't do it the whole time. You do it when something happens. Someone gets yeah. tackled. Fans cheer. Someone makes a touchdown. Fans cheer. Not the whole fucking time when they're in the huddle and fans are cheering like they just fucking fuck somebody up. <laughs> just bring fucking hockey back, dude. Dude, drove me I'll just sit on the TV with my Xbox control in my hand and pretend I'm playing Madden. Pretty much what it's going to come down to. Oh, oh, fuck. I got tackled. <laughs> Press the B button. Ugh, controller got stuck. <laughs> Damn it, this game sucks. Uh, so, hey, uh, Justin, I know we talked about your birthday. How old are you? 21. Okay, well. Wait a second. Well, you're like 32, I'm guessing. 33. 33. Oh, okay. Say so that beard's too aged to be 21. <laughs> no, he's been through a lot. It's taken me 21 years. It's a stress beard. It's that stress beard. Yeah. Where's yeah. mine? Uh, you haven't hit puberty yet. You'll get there. You'll get there, Bobby. Hello, Fuds. Got my five o'clock shadow going. You've been growing it for a week. <laughs> <laughs> my five week shadow. <laughs> Dante, Actually, how was your how was your vacation? It was good. It was kind of oh, yeah. It was kind of cookie cutter. They wouldn't let us swim in the water because of the currents or whatever. But wouldn't let floaties in the water. That's the time to swim. It'll test your abilities. I can't swim. Carly was a swimmer in the relationship, so she would have had to save my fat ass. I came back and I'm probably probably 270 pounds. Oh, hey, hold on one second. I want to do something that's gonna be funny. Sorry, doctor. We stay, we stay, we stay in some RV for some day, some of the days. You had my kind of life, RV life. Yeah, I don't know how you take a shower in that thing or. Oh, dude, don't even get me started. Dude, I fucking love my RV shower. You wash, you wash half your ass first, don't they? You turn off the water, you soak that motherfucker up, and you turn around like this. And then you watch the other half. That's how you take it down. Carly, Carly says she heard she heard me was knocking shit over and everything was falling on the ground. And I was like, God damn this shit. This new one I got actually has a full size shower, but the one before this, I literally had to wash half my body at a fucking time. It was terrible. Yeah, I was like, I was like ducking down a little bit just so I can rinse my hair off. Um, I'm gonna, Go I'm gonna buy a new one. I have to. What, you, should, you should Airbnb it out. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta fucking, I gotta buy a new one. This one's getting too old. It, but it, I was gonna buy a new one this year, but it was my dad's, so I'm having trouble selling it. But it's just, it's a 2011, and the shit's just fucking going down, and we just need a new one. Well, do what this guy did. He just Airbnb it out, like 40 bucks a night or something. People just. I don't want nobody in my it. fucking backyard. <laughs> his RV was like right next to this dude's house. <laughs> okay. Man, look at the head on that. Fucking gray hair setting in, man. What are you popping on another kid? No, I'm getting October 30th. I think we just talked about this. Actually, probably before I was recording, but... He mentioned it. I need yeah, to... Get, I need to... My yeah, wife's like, let's track for a girl. I'm like... No, no he's, be, he's becoming a new woman. Nope, I'm not fucking... I don't want a girl. Dude, they say it's 15 minutes in and out. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah but it bothers me that... 
it bothers me that you can for like six months. No. Oh shit. Week. A week. Believe me, I asked. Yeah. But they said the chances you can still get pregnant for a while. Yeah, you got to you got to go back for uh, six weeks and get get samples. But after six weeks, if you're clear, you're clear. Yeah, it's bullshit. I've heard people say you can smell your scrotum or that getting burnt like you're sitting there like legs up and they're like <laughs> no, that's what fucking gets me dude like yeah. i want to get, get sick so like, bad but i don't know if i can do i it. had a couple of buddies get it done they told me the same thing oh i, I got branded before and it, i smelled that so i think you'll be fine dude, i went in so i go in to get the the consult right and i think i'm meeting with a nurse practitioner just one person she's gonna come in do my checkout it's all good Three interns come in with her. Three <laughs> women interns. And with your like, nutsack okay, out. She's like, okay, drop them. And I'm like, okay. It's going to be big. This isn't its normal size. It's going to be big. <laughs> it's kind of cold in here, but let's go. <laughs> it's already growing. It, and my wife, you... my, wife, my wife couldn't come in because of COVID shit, right? So I get out the car and I'm like, there was four fucking women in the room, and I had to drop my pants. Oh, so they let four people in, but your wife can't come in. Yeah. How fucking stupid is this, right? <laughs> I'm like, so you can't see it. You've seen it plenty of times, but these other three women just got the, the view of their life in there. If I was you, I'd have been like, get this thing bigger. Hold on. It's like that, uh, like that Ted 2 movie scene when they try to get Tom Brady's sperm sample. He dropped the pants. Yeah. Like the... <laughs> The, like the, heaven, the Heaven's Gates music start playing. She said, if you take care of it, it won't swell. It's like, well, so how do I get it to swell? <laughs> oh, we do that for you. She didn't oh, think it was funny, what? but I was laughing. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> you heard that one before, I guess? Fuck it. Hey, question. Dante. What, were you, think, what were you thinking for this one? Boom. What happened? Oh, yeah, what was this? I thinking? What are you thinking, man? It's like it was a scenic. It was scenic. It's like a dying walrus meeting for a. You tried doing burpees on the sand, dude. If you would have fucking done any more, you would have ended up in China. Yeah, dude, every step I took was like quicksand. You tried doing burpees <laughs> on that shit. Look how look how deep my footprints are going. That's exactly what I'm saying. And you did three. And you owe like hundreds. Yeah, I, did some be- I did some before as a test, as you can see the little prints. Ah, oh, bullshit. Yeah, no, I call it bullshit. The way the waves came up and swooped swooped half the prints away, but so you can't see it all. That sounds like a good fucking story. I was waiting for the waves to take me out. I was hoping something like that would happen. As but... deep as them fucking footprints are, if the waves would have come up, there'd have been many lakes around that. Moment. That's what happens when you're 270 pounds and take a step in concrete. So hard that sand was. I'm just so heavy. I just make like T Rex footprints. <laughs> I'm only ten pounds off from you. Hey, this is the worst. This is the worst I'll ever get. So just wait. Just wait on it. I'm actually. I'm leaning out pretty good right now. All like right. abs are starting to fucking show. Shit starts to pop. Uh, Justin, you've been killing it. I'm glad to see you're back in the gym. Yeah. Well, it's dude. It's so fucking hard because Monday. My boy plays fall ball. I get off work. I get right from there. I coach that. Mondays are fucking hard. Wednesdays are fucking hard. 
I'm always fucking play. I I've coached like every sport he's in, so it's fucking hard. Like today I practice, tonight I practice. So we're fucking we're busy as shit. Uh, but yeah. How much are you guys weighing, Tony? Dante? Two six, about two sixty. Okay. Probably oh, not two seventy. I'm not weighing until next week till I balance everything out again. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I'm about two sixty, two fifty. But my problem is uh, love handles. Still got them dad bods. But I mean, that's kind of why I like I was thinking about checking test and maybe getting on test, trying it out. But uh, I mean, we'll see. That's all diet. Love handles is all diet. No, I know. I've been so I've been on. I, I started my diet. I, you know, it, it sucks when you do the same diet and you kind of get off of it and start snacking a little too much. And that's when you don't fucking lose. I lost a lot, but then I stopped because I started snacking a lot more. So uh, I'm changing it up and I just got this big ass diet book from a uh, coworker and he's an accident officer at the prison, but he uh, gave me a diet book. So I'm going to try that out. It's called like the paleo diet or some shit. And I was thinking about it, but, um, what sucks is, like, the diet doesn't call for a lot of protein, and I need my protein and my carbs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Try the, ver- try the vertical diet. Yeah. You know, Stand effort, efforting vertical diet. I like that. I did that before. I'm completely out of this conversation because I don't diet with the fuck. You don't need to, motherfucker. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I know. What you need to do is you need to eat fucking garbage food and gain some weight. That's what you need to do. <laughs> Dude, I fucking not bring up old shit, but like since my dad passed, I like I've never had a problem sleeping. I can't sleep. Uh, I eat. My first thing though is a. Uh, I have a like protein shake in the morning, then I start eating around like ten. But I can't like my appetite went to shit, and it's all just going ever since I, ever since he's gone. So it's kind of like a process for me to get back to everything, and but it'll come along. It'll come along. Yeah. Crown apple. Good stuff. I like my crown. You got a two finger roll. That's what I'm doing tonight. Crown and uh, Pepsi Zero. Hey, you know what? I got Pepsi Cola. <clears throat> he needs to be zero, bro. Count I usually do diet Pepsi. I usually do diet Pepsi. But uh, the kid really wanted this. He doesn't drink a lot of soda, but he drinks enough to where he wanted it. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm not drinking again until October, weekend of October 2nd. Bad idea. Bad idea. Is is your dad coming? I don't know. I'm going to talk to him about it next week because I don't know what they're they're doing that weekend. Is Carly? Uh, I think she's 50-50. Oh, good gosh. She'll probably come. She likes, she likes to make an entrance. Where are you guys going? We're all going to meet Justin. Get some lifting in. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I just got to be like a dick. I'm just like leave my dad like on his birthday or something. Yeah, don't do that. Make sure it's okay with him. Yeah. That's why I told my mom. I was like, hey, my, if people want to invite me up to the Gettysburg area, I think Don want to come. She goes, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing yet. I don't know. I don't know. It's fucking 
It's fucking awesome up here. I like it. I like I like where I like where we live right outside of Gettysburg and Littlestown. Just a little town, nobody no bullshit. Freaking Trump Trump flags fucking everywhere. They're probably, probably yeah. come if we go go to actual Gettysburg and explore a little bit. She likes seeing that stuff. I'll take you to uh Artillery or uh, not there's uh what's that? Uh Devil's Den, the most bloodiest part of the war. Gettysburg. It's fucking awesome. Is that where that football field is? No. This this has like uh like it's just like rocks and you can climb them and you can they used to hide in there in the Civil War and like you can see on top of um a little round top and big round top and it's fucking awesome. But it's not awesome when it's tourist season around here and everybody wants to come through fucking Gettysburg and drive slow as shit and you know bike week is horrible. But you're not you're, you're not saying that too. I don't know if I don't know if bike week sucks because I don't have a bike or just or what. Why don't you just show up with some training wheels? It'll be fun. Oh, a scooter. Yeah. Electric scooter. <laughs> so, um, that's, I mean, that kind of sounds like habit too. You drive through town and you have Trump flags fucking everywhere. Trucks driving around or uh, razors driving around with Trump flags flying. It's fucking, it's nice. I took the uh, jet ski out with the kid like two weeks ago, I guess. And, uh, yeah, you go out there and fucking the lake's loaded with people. No masks. It's great. But fucking Trump's flags everywhere. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Tony, if I'm going to sit and talk to you, can you give me your undivided attention? I don't need you on your phone and stuff. Damn phone. <laughs> I, just, I just finished my overtime, so. Oh, easy you money. <laughs> Supposed to do two hours. I just did an hour and a half. Hold on, you break. Hold on. I'm back. As for, as for your undivided attention, then he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> kind of relationship they're in, little, little teasing, teasing release or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, last time we did this, Tony was we found out that Tony's a fucking artist. <laughs> <laughs> And pretty soon he's going to cut off his ear. I bought a Ninja Star on vacation, so maybe you can use that. I don't need nothing else fucking cut on my body. That is true. Hey, got a question for you guys. Um, are you guys going to the Olympia this year? Not the Olympia. No? It's a little too far out of the way. Well, it's only two hours from my place, but... uh. <laughs> Only two hours from you. It's like twelve hours from my place. No, I know. Bro, I'm like, I'm like fucking twenty six away. What the fuck are you talking about? Look, Tony, you have no fucking excuses. You fly constantly. All right, I don't even want to hear. It. That is my excuse. You're always flying somewhere. I just got back from Texas Sunday. We, I flew home. I flew to St. Louis Wednesday night. I spent the day with my wife for her birthday. Thursday, we drove, started no, driving to Texas Thursday night, finished the drive Friday night, spent uh, Saturday with my oldest boy for his birthday, and then I flew back out of Houston, back up to Philadelphia Sunday. Yeah, that's my cool. life. Yeah, that's Your life be like, ooh, uh, it's like that song. <laughs> you just need to make a compilation while you travel. Yeah, no, I, uh, I go to work 
come home, do stuff around the house. Uh, man chores, or what is it? Uh, the dad list, the wife list, whatever you call it. But uh, then I go to the gym at like midnight when the kids go to sleep. No, they go to sleep at like nine or 10. Then I go to the gym until midnight to wake up at four in the morning to go back to work. So that's pretty much it. So it's like when I was doing rugby, I was like, get up at five, go to the gym, go to work, after work, go to play rugby like an hour away, drive back an hour, go to bed, and just rinse and repeat. Yeah. No, that's pretty much, that's pretty much my shit. But um, anyway, so back to the Olympia. Hold on, hold on. Before, before you go any further, what you just said, I want everybody listening to understand to not take for advantage that you get to go home to your family every night if you live at home and get to spend time with your wife and family and kids because that is a treat in its fucking self. One of my biggest problems is when I go to fly to Texas, I feel like I'm disregarding my kids in St. Louis. When I'm in St. Louis, I feel like I'm disregarding my kids in Texas. So when they're all together, that's the happiest part of my life. So if you get to be that dad that it goes to work and comes home every fucking evening and you're not doing nothing with your fucking kids, fucking shame on you. Shame on you. Yeah. Okay. Back to fuckery. Amen. Hey, man. That kind of goes back to like count your blessings. I hear that. I hear that constantly. You count, you count your blessings. And that's one of my blessings, honestly, is, uh, so when I was a sergeant, um, about a year and a half ago, I guess. But when I was a sergeant, I did a fuck ton of overtime because it's good money. I got more. I got paid more as a sergeant than as a lieutenant. When I became a lieutenant, I uh, became salary, and you don't get paid overtime on salary. So um, I do overtime when I need to, but I don't do it as much as when I was a sergeant because when I was a sergeant, got paid hourly, did a fuck ton of overtime. I did like three sixteens and two twelves. And uh, that's because the fucking money was there and, you know, obviously the facility needed the help. But I uh, I didn't see my family a lot and it affected my relationship. It affected how my kids see me. Um, I mean, like, I know that I'm working my ass off and I'm doing what I need to do as a fucking father to provide and everything, right? But they don't see that. They just see that I'm not here. My wife was getting stressed out because she... Um, she had to deal with kids constantly and the kids I mean I don't know I don't know if it's a fucking mom thing like I didn't show my mom the biggest respect now I do now I show my mom the deepest of respect but when I was a kid fucking man my wife or my mom got the worst of it compared to my mom and dad and uh but anyway so same with my wife my wife gets the worst of it the kids don't you know listen to her half the time and they're they're totally they're just opposites when I'm here, total opposites. It's probably because they know I'm gonna whoop their ass. I'm not. I'm a full believer in spanking your kids when they need to be fucking spanked. You know, soap in the mouth, belt to the ass. Go pick the stick. If it's fucking, if it's not the stick I want, I'm gonna make you pick again. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that disciplining your kids. And uh, I guess I, I think I'm a little more scary, so that's why they don't. Anyways, besides that. I think you'd see the kids. Kids, Steve, you're big and scary. Don't be tempted, don't it's scary. I, scary, big's pushing it. Yeah, I got a small dick. It's fine. I'm white. Anyways, I accept it. So, uh, oh, yeah, that's racist. I'm white, motherfucker. 
Okay. Yeah, I know. That's bum. I'm so offended right now. This is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah last can, name. Can, cancel this podcast. <laughs> it's over. It is over. I'm bleeping that out. I'm just bleeping it out. This can be on CNN, seven on Fox. I know a whole bunch of white folk getting together, talking, bashing, fucking everything and penis sizes. Penis sizes. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, like, that's why, like, the biggest thing I try to do is like I'm involved in every one of my kids' sports. Well, my youngest, he has. <laughs> I try to get him in sports, and he has like no go. He's like fucking bird flies through. He's just at it. But like my oldest. Wrestling, football, baseball, and I'm there for coach every single fucking one because, but like, if you're in your kids' lives, you can tell like my my oldest will do anything he can do to make me proud. Like he shows it. But like you just said, Steve, like in the mornings, if I don't take the kids to school and my wife's here, he talks like he'll back talk them. He will, but if I'm here, he knows like he won't. He won't. He's just – he knows the dad's home. He better fucking listen and all that. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I like to make money. We all like to make money. But at the end of the day, like you said, Steve, is, which I thought I never thought about that way. But they don't – the kids don't see that shit. They don't see, oh, well, this toy came from blah, 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 or this came from dad or whatever. They just see that you're not in their life. And that's what, at the end of the day, you can try to be in your kid's life no matter what. You know, that's – which Tony, your the way your work situation is, you kind of really don't have a fucking option. But like, but but when you're with your kids, make that shit count. Like, take that extra time, you know, do all that stuff. <laughs> but I, I'll tell you this: I'm not toot my own horn, but I worked state out of state. I worked out of state for 15 years. I've been doing this for a long time on the road. I know guys that don't see their kids weekly or monthly that live right down the fucking street from me. I fly to see my kids once a month, St. Louis and Texas, St. Louis and Texas. And it's not fucking cheap. And I don't care about the price, but I make a habit of making sure that once a month, my kids see me no matter what. Yeah. I mean, I miss a lot of events, man. It, it, it sucks. Like I, I go through hard times of, you know, my boys, my ex-wife and me have become pretty decent friends. At first, we fucking hated each other. I wanted to burn that bitch alive, but we've gotten better over the years, and she'll send me videos and photos and, you know, let me know the things that they're doing. And My oldest boy's got a phone now, so we text and shit, so it, it's getting better, but being there is half the battle. You can be there and not be there, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you're there, there's a lot of dads that do that. It drives me fucking nuts. And I and I think the biggest thing Tony said, which I don't think, like this is what I feel about the world. Like Tony getting along with his ex was ex wife. Ex wife, it's kind of like all right, we have different differences. It's kind of like today, like nobody wants to get along because they have different views or they couldn't get along. Or there's different uh, differences. But like Tony, like that's like my dad and my mom, they haven't been together since I was seven. But they were like that they realized they couldn't be together, but they were still good friends. Like when my dad was in a home, my mom's remarried. She has a new husband and she she was going down home date nights with my dad. Why he and that's like that's the biggest thing about today's society is that nobody wants if you guys have different views or if you guys have different things. 
then you can't get along, which is so much, so fucking immature. Like, not if you can't do it for each other, do it for the fucking kids. And that's just the way I see it. Like, I just, I, I don't, I don't understand why. Like, don't get me wrong. If you say I want to vote for Biden, guess what? I don't like Biden either. I think he's a fucking douchebag. But why should I fucking hate you? Because you're a moron. Like, I'm still gonna fucking. I'm just kidding. I'm still gonna talk to you. Like, I'm not gonna talk down to you. We we can still be friends. I mean, Steve, I know that's who you're voting for. So, you know, we can still be friends and have different views. <laughs> I see how you snuck that in there. Fuck you. That shit just pisses me off, dude. And, and that and that and that's what's wrong with America is that everybody feels like if you don't see their view, then they, you guys cannot get along, and that's that's bullshit. Dude, I love I, lo- I love when people tell me like different views and that if they don't like my views or something, because then you know I like learning different things, even yeah. if I don't agree, I'm still learning something at the end of the day. So right, I mean, there's there's friends that I have that I don't even talk politics with just because I know we don't get along with it. So why even bring it up? You know what I'm saying? But we're still friends. But, but I, politics are with as much shit as I got going on in my fucking life. Politics can suck my ass. I could give two fucks. I'm gonna take care of my family. I'm gonna go see my family. I'm gonna work on my fucking health and fitness. I'm gonna do what I fucking do on a daily. I'm gonna make my fucking money. You know them fucking touching the old kid sniffing, cock sucking bastards up there in fucking Congress can all suck my ass. I could give two fucks. You know I'm gonna do me. Kid sniffing. Cock sucking, <laughs> suck your ass. Sorry, <laughs> that was a good combo you got there. That's good. <laughs> oh god, everybody. Everybody uh, focuses so much on it, man. It's like they're consumed by that shit. You know what I mean? Right. I ain't got time for it. Between fucking working and flying out all the fucking time and trying to get my workouts in and eat my fucking meals, I ain't got time to fucking watch all that shit. I ain't got time for it. I don't watch. I I am gonna watch. I don't watch any shit, but I will watch the debates because Trump is gonna completely fucking rip by the new fucking asshole. You see that they want Joe Rogan to moderate one of their debates. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> fucking Biden won't even know where he's at. It's such a disease, dude. It's a fucking disease. Hey, you know what I've did been you see, Did you later? see him step off the plane and wave at the empty field? Y'all see that one? No, he was not. There was a graveyard over there, and that was his voters. Oh. You see they're sending fucking... You see they're sending, like, uh, ballots out to, like, people that are dead and fucking cats and dogs and shit? Dude, I was was working in the mailroom in my job, and someone accidentally sent in, like, a mail-in ballot, like, registration thing to my work as, like, the wrong mail. Like, instead of something, like, an order they were supposed to send in, they sent in that. So, like... You want to trust the mail-in voters, but then you got people like sending the wrong mail to the wrong place. I don't trust any of that shit. I'm just saying, like that's like a prime example of something that could happen. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my take on it. I saw that and I was like, oh, oh shit. I had to write a little letter saying, hey, you sent the wrong thing in. If you need supplies, give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Even, I didn't even have to do that, but I was just courteous enough to let the gentleman know that you know he messed he fucked up. up. So, um, well, that's a good anyways, one. other than uh, political views, um, I've got a question for you guys. If I uh, so, I'm gonna go to the Olympia. I actually got it off. Now, 
you don't take vacation all fucking year. And uh, I just hit my like five year last year, I think it is, or earlier this year. But uh, when you get your five year, you get extra PTO at the prison. So I found out that I have, it's like getting towards the end of the year and I have fucking two and a half weeks of PTO left. So I've been taking a week off every now and then. I took one, a week off two weeks ago. Now I have this week off. And then I got uh, four days for the... Can't uh, hear you, Steve. What? There you go. You, you cut out for a minute. Motherfucker. Was I just talking to myself? No, we heard most of it. Just it was like three seconds and we couldn't hear you. You're good. Go ahead. Anyway, so I took the Olympia off, and what I'm thinking is uh, I'm thinking about setting up a demo crew meet for anybody that's going to the Olympia. And I was thinking about talking to Days Gym, and they have uh, they have their own gym in Vegas. Thinking about talking to them and getting it uh, all squared away where all the demo crew members can go there. But I don't know how many demo crew members are actually going to it. I don't even know if Axel Sledge is going to it. I was going to ask the... <laughs> I was going to ask Carly about it. They were going to go last year, but I don't think they went. Well, I mean, it's been moved already. I mean, it was, uh, I think it was like November or something or September. It's it's, a, it's in December now, isn't it? Yeah, it's December 17th through the 20, 20th or something. You'll be good. They'll still have it. The, the election will be over by then, so you'll be good. Well, you know, if Trump gets elected, I think that uh, COVID's going to happen again. <laughs> Yes, it will. But anyway, we're now we're out of we're out of that part of it now. So I'll be down. No, I know. Uh, we say Vegas. Yeah, it's Vegas. Yeah, I've always been away uh, Vegas before. I wouldn't mind going. I mean, it's it's cool. It's at a um, it's at a really nice uh, event center. Are they having the expo still, or is that still on? Yeah. So the first day is the amateurs. And then the next two days, which is so Thursday's amateurs, Friday, Saturday is the expo, and then Sunday is the finals. Are you getting tickets to the show too? I don't know. It was a couple hundred bucks. Um, it's still early, so I can still get I, I can still get tickets. But I was thinking about uh, just doing the expo for now, and then maybe buying the tickets later. Yeah, I went to the when I went to the Arnold one here. We got. I was lucky enough that someone got extra tickets and they gave it to me and my buddy for like the final show and that thing was pretty sick how they set it up. Well, yeah, there's uh, so I got a, I got coworkers that go every year and uh, one's a Red Con fan, so I'm like, fuck you, you know. <laughs> so I'm kidding, but he's a Red Con fan. But uh, he goes every year and he said that uh, he only goes to the expo. And he only goes for the supplements, and it just drives me fucking insane. It's like, man, look, you gotta support bodybuilding in general, like especially the shit that's been going on. These guys went through like the whole Corona pandemic with gym closing and all this shit going on. Babe. And uh, they're still prepping. They're like the Olympia getting moved from one fucking time to another, and that means your whole prep has to change. And your whole fucking schedule and everything. You know what I mean? So you got to give these guys props. You got to show the support and oh. fucking go for the right reasons. What the fuck is Tony laughing about? <clears throat> Just a message. If you fuck up and drink your uh, 
your dip cup instead of your fucking drink, I'm gonna lose my shit. Wouldn't be the first time, bro. <laughs> well, hey, I got out. I got out of jail one time. Check this out. I was in jail. <laughs> they put me in fucking pop for a week, population for a week, and I get out of jail in uh, my truck. I go to get at the impound spot, and I've been dehydrated like a motherfucker for a week. Like jail is. I'll tell you one thing: jail is no fucking joke. Don't never go. So I get out, and I get in my truck, and there's a cream soda bottle there. I used to smoke. Oh, bitch. I used to throw my cigarette butts in my bottles. But the cream soda, the nicotine that made that water in that motherfucker look like cream soda. And I was dehydrated like some of a bitch. So I turned that motherfucker up and swallowed about four butts. I puked. <laughs> it was so fucking oh, bad. Fuck. Dude, my buddy came over. My buddy came over one time. And we had the Bud Light twist offs, and he was, we had like beer cans all in the garage, and he's grabbing one, he's spitting, it, and I was like, it was a couple hours later, I'm like, this motherfucker tastes like mint. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? And then I go, fucking spit it out, fucking chew, it was all fucking in there, fucking. Uh, my buddy just fucking. Did you just drink uh, twice? I had to check to make sure it was the mint or if it was just me. Dude. For rugby practice, one water bottle, sometimes people would put, like, uh, Everclear in it. It's, like, 6 a.m. practices, so, like, everyone comes over to conditioning to get some water, and so just start squirting Everclear in their mouth, want some fresh cold water. Dude, Everclear, no joke. No. It was my buddy's go-to because it was so much for so little, and it gets the job done really quick. I wrecked my first truck on Everclear. (laughs) My, uh... When I went to senior week, uh, senior week Nation City, uh, my uh, one of my buddy's brothers was there. He got he was home from Iraq. He had a bottle of Everclear. He says, "Hey, you take three shots of this. You stay awake for an hour. You don't throw up. I'll buy you a new car." Dude, he took the first one. He started like, doing the whole gag thing. He took the second one. Went outside. And boom! Fucking throw up everywhere. Fucking yeah, that's, it. that's pure gasoline. Yeah. Steve, get off your phone. Sorry. I think I saw the what Tony talked. And this was a comment. Proceed. I can't open any of this because I'm on my phone, so. Prison comment. The what? The what? Exactly. <laughs> so, anyways, um, I was, uh, uh, were we talking about, like, drugs and shit? We were talking about prison. Everclear, Everclear. <laughs> Everclear. All right, we were talking about Everclear. All right, so uh, have you guys heard of uh, Salvia? I think it's called Salvia. I know what Salvia is. Smoking thing? No, I think it's a uh, well, it's a uh, hallucinogenic. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so um, my little brother took uh, Salvia, I guess, years ago, like years ago. And he was with one of my best friends, or well, he was one of my old best friends. Um, I'm not gonna say any names, but I'll leave up again. Can you hear me? Testing? Yeah. Okay. You keep cutting out like every once in a while you cut out like three words. All right, so um he was sitting across from uh this guy, right, or my buddy, and he said that when they both took uh Salvia then he's, he was looking at him, and he saw little Smurfs crawling all over him. 
like on his shoulders and shit and on his head. Oh my God, you have smurfs on you. So his buddy, or well, my buddy saw Pikachu sitting right next to my little brother. (laughs) He's like, oh my God, there's Pikachu right next to you. Like those DMT elves people say when they take You like try to get him? (laughs) Well, no, I guess... uh, I guess this. I guess this other guy. He's the little heavyset guy that I uh, that I went to school with. Um, he said that he what he was looking at because he was looking out the window or out the back door or wherever the fuck. But he saw the um, he saw this little uh, creek or this river, and he saw Mickey Mouse and like Mickey Mouse's gang working on a fucking sailboat in the river. Nice <laughs> And if people say, like, my buddies said that they took, like, hallucinogenics during, like, the Khabib and Conor McGregor fight. He said it looked like it was, like, two gorillas, like, beating the shit out of each other in a cage. <laughs> the, uh... You know, that shit's crazy. And you know what? You know what's crazy is that shit was legal. And to buy, you could just go out and buy it in, a store, in like, a fucking smoke shop or whatever the fuck. And uh, you, could, you could just buy that shit. Like, I don't know, it's probably not now because, you know, pretty fucking intense, but I mean, before you... you said, uh, my, uh, well, I don't have any hair anymore, but when I had some barber, he got, he did, uh, frog venom, smoked frog venom. Frog and he, venom. if you look, if you look up Google frog venom, I, I don't know what the exact name is for. He went on like a trip to like, what island was that? And he like literally like, hey, what did, what was that frog bed on that stand book? What was it? Yeah. You want to triple, right? Um, some island. Yeah, where? You're on the podcast. You better fucking answer. Uh oh. Whatever. I don't remember. Here comes the googling. DMT. Yep, DMT. There it is. No, DMT is like what happens when people die, like that hormone gets released. That's like the shit you see before you die, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So they get it from frog venom, too? That's it. That's it. Like, they they basically smoke it, and, like, dude, like, it just takes you to a whole different world. And, like, he came back, and he was, like, he was, like, oh, my God. He, like, sold his bikes. He, like, brought him, like, I don't know what he saw, but, huh? Yeah, he's still different. Like, uh, it's crazy, but you watch if you watch these videos on DMT, it, you'll shit yourself. Yeah, Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. Yes, yes, uh, it was uh, Joe Rogan and Mike Tyson talked about Mike it. Tyson, they both did it together, or not together, they both did it though. Yeah, they say it lasts like not too long, but it feels like it's like days or years, yes. or months or whatever it is. Yeah. But they smoked it and like he like changes like the whole outlook. Like I think Joe, like I said, Joe Rogan did it. Mike Tyson did it. But like I said, my uh, my barber did it. And he came like he was like you got to sign up for this. God damn, Sledge, you fucking stink. <laughs> Holy fuck! But you like smoke it and like it like takes you like you hallucinate like a motherfucker. But like they say it like cleanses you like you just come back like a whole different person god damn yeah some people say it like takes you to a different dimension and all this shit yeah like he was like a big like i don't know some of it kind of pisses me off like he was a really big trump supporter like he had a bulldog named uh trump and then like he got back and he was like 
a little different with that kind of shit, but like, but it was just fucking, it's crazy. If you watch the videos on it, it's fucking nuts. Like, people like, but anyway, I'm talking about everybody getting high. Are you, are you guys cut up on, are you guys cut up on your podcast? Like, uh, HWMF podcast? I need to watch a few episodes. I'm like 15 behind. <laughs> I'm like three behind right now. I watched, uh, I watched the most recent, and they bleeped. They bleeped shit about Oprah. <laughs> you two did? <laughs> no. Uh, they probably so did, so they don't, get, Shane, they don't get a band. Shane bleeped shit about Oprah, how Seth felt about Oprah, <laughs> so he didn't get deleted from YouTube. <laughs> oh, it's, probably, it's probably still good on Spotify. Spotify won't shut, shut no, down. Spotify, Spotify don't shut down. Yeah, Spotify don't know. But it was try. So Seth is like, yeah, so Oprah, and then it's bleep, 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 and bleep, bleep, bleep. And my then, dad, yeah, my dad in the airport, he said she's a bitch. <laughs> well, this is coming off YouTube. Oh, I know. I mean, I don't think, I don't know who's going to watch four fucking, well, I guess two hillbillies. And then I don't know. What do you guys want to call yourself? No, hey, I grew up on a farm and grew up in the sticks and shit. Now I live in Lake Havasu, so it's totally different. So I kind of like, uh, like I used to wear a cowboy hat and cowboy boots and all that. I still actually still have cowboy boots that I wear every now and then during winter. But it's just a little too hot for that shit right now. And, um, but yeah, I mean, every time I go back, uh, back home, I'm always on the ranch, always on the farm, always in the vineyard. And uh, it's nice. Get back to my roots, you know. But my uh, my family's totally different. I grew up. First vehicle or well, the first transportation I uh, drove was a tractor. As a eight year old, I had a little miniature tractor, and it was actually one of those uh, lawnmowers. But they hooked up a trailer to it, and they said, "Hey, so there's a load of fucking firewood out back, which was like a mile out in the mountains. Take the tractor with that little miniature ass trailer." Go collect some firewood. So I'll go collect firewood, bring it back. I'll stack it nice and neat. Like I, I would fucking have OCD as a fucking eight to nine year old to stack firewood. And I stacked it so fucking good that they said, "Hey, you can stack firewood for a living." That's what my grandparents told me. I was fucking pumped. <laughs> there you go. Firewood stacker. Yeah, it was a good time. So like, so like people like me. Uh, Tony's gonna say, like we're going in the prime time of hunting season. So, you got any deer on your funk cameras, dude? Do I have deer on my cameras? No, funk Tony. He's got fucking acres and shit. And actually, man, I've been so busy I didn't even check the game camera in a while. I need to look at it. But archery opened up Thursday in Missouri. Yeah, it opened up. Uh, I can hunt Maryland and PA. My mom's got land in PA or Maryland, and I could have hunted that. I was supposed to go goose hunting last Saturday after my birthday, but then I stayed awake too late on Friday, and I was like, no, I'm not going to make it. <clears throat> yeah, Imagine. I've been. Uh, so last year I went hunting. I got drawn for a tag. So the difference between California and Arizona, and it fucking. Dude, it drives me nuts. 
So California, you have different zones like A, B, or A zone, B zone. I lived in A zone, and B zone was up north from me. You drive like six hours or whatever. And uh, anyways, so I've in California, you could go to Walmart, you could go over the counter, say, hey, yeah. I need a fucking deer tag for A zone or B zone, whatever. And you could you could buy it from the from Walmart, just fucking yeah, easy. But moved to Arizona about five years ago, or a little over five years ago, I guess. But uh, everything is draw. So last year, and I I don't know how to fucking draw. I just bought everything over the counter. Yeah. So last year I um, had a buddy of mine that I worked with. He said, "Hey, do you want to draw with me?" I was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" So he put in for like six zones. In Arizona, we ended up getting one. Uh, we went hunting last year, didn't have any luck. We found a fucking gorgeous spot. Just it's prime for deer and shit. But it was later in the season when we went, and uh, we ended up we ended up going. But it gave me the urge to hunt again. So this year, I put in for a couple zones. I didn't get shit because I did it on my own. And uh, and I'm you know I'm a new. I I mean I'm kind of like a new resident because I haven't put in myself for it yet and it's all based off a point system and all that shit I guess and I don't have any points so I didn't get any zones this year so um, kind of bummed me out because it kind of gave me the urge to hunt again going out last year with my buddy and uh, yeah so I'm going to proceed with that I got more points this year because I didn't get drawn and I actually put in for like I think I put in for three zones um, but yeah it was it was nice uh, yeah, I, but I'm gonna get out again because in California, fucking, I hunted for years, and every year I got two deer. And in California, you can only get up to two deer. You can only buy two tags, and I would, buy one, I would buy one A zone and one B zone, and B zone is all mule deer, and I filled every fucking tag that I bought in California. Every nice. Time. But I would take the time, go out, scout. You know, fucking find out what, how the deer react to you or people there. Like, you know, you have busier areas that uh, deer are more adjusted to people being there so they don't scare off super easy. Or you yeah. have, you know, not so busy areas where you have to be more stealthy and you actually have to go out there and find a place to get there before before the sun comes up, wait them out, all that shit, you know. But um, anyway, so I've been getting into it more. I think this year is going to be like a coyote hunting year for me. Like I was a fucking, I was a master at calling shit in. Like we, you wanted bear, and at least in California, I haven't done any. I mean, I, I called coyote in here, and I only use hand calls. I don't use the fucking automated where you you have a fucking remote and you use that. Yeah. I have my fucking necklace with all my different calls on it, and uh, you want a fucking bear to come in? Okay, you know what? Let me get that call. Okay, bro, bro, bro. Fucking calling, calling a bear. Uh, I called it a mountain lion once. That was kind of cool. I wasn't. It wasn't on purpose. It scared the fuck out of me. Fuck that! I'd run. No, we were in the back of a truck bed. <laughs> I'd still run, dude. We fucking. We. It was like, uh, God, dude. We were. We were drinking. It was probably like midnight, and I was like, Yeah, let's let's call some coyote and fuck it. So, still up in the back of the truck bed, sitting there with our fucking rifles. And uh, can't see shit, but we're fucking, we're drinking, so we don't really give a fuck. And uh, I'm calling and calling, and all, we don't hear shit. 
We don't hear shit, and all of a sudden, we hear a fucking mountain lion scream. Have, have any of you guys heard of fucking mountain lion before? Dude, it's like a fucking dying child. It's just, mm-hmm. it's disturbing, but we heard that, like, it was, like, right in the bushes, probably, like, 30 yards away. And we're like, oh, my God, what the fuck? We can't see shit. Mountain lion's gonna eat us. <laughs> yeah. But I used dude, I... I was like the master caller. I didn't even bring a gun half the time because, well, I had a gun on my hip, but I didn't bring my rifle because when you're calling, um, if you're continuously calling, at least for coyote or something, then, uh, I mean, you're probably not going to be the shooter. Because like, I could call coyote in, then we can fucking shoot, or my buddies can shoot one, and while they're running away, I can make a fucking uh, a pup in distress noise and have the parents come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I'm still... Yeah. I- that's why I wish uh, Seth. Would, I like I like Seth, uh, Seth's hunt to eat because, dude. I mean, like people like us, like deer. You know, I I have waterfowl. Dude, that's that's the shit I live for. So, you know, deer jerky, all that shit. You know, deer steaks, all that shit. I mean, hunt to eat's one of the best things. I, I that's one of my favorite fucking brands I have. But I I would like to see Seth with a fucking deer. He's got all that fucking property now, so he better kill one this year. But he talks. He bought. He says he shoots his bow all the fucking time. I just want to see one down. Oh fucker! Yeah, um, I'll see my bow hunting because that's the only thing over the counter in Arizona. I have my bow. It's just I haven't practiced with it much. I gotta fucking. I just gotta do it. You know, I gotta practice. Get on point with that again. Um, I gotta wax the string. It's probably been a while. I might even just buy a new one. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna fucking bullshit you. I'm so fucking busy. I'm just gonna buy a crossbow and just lay whatever comes down. I don't have time. I don't have time to go in my fucking backyard every fucking day and shoot my bow. I just really don't. Kids, but no, I they- shoot my crossbow, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's fucking cheating." Okay, I'll shoot a deer with a compound or a crossbow. You shoot with a compound and let me know which one, like how they die differently. Like it's not. It's fucking meat for your family. It's not a fucking, you know. I'm not a trophy hunter. I just want to put meat on the table for the kids. And my kids will eat deer jerky, deer bologna, deer steak. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, you know, they consider crossbows rifles. They, I mean, you use a crossbow for rifle season. Maybe in Arizona, not Missouri. Really? Mm-hmm. I got a brand new crossbow sitting in my fucking house right now. Really? You can see. Damn. Yeah, you can you can shoot in PA, you can shoot crossbow. I mean, people say it's fucking cheating, but like I said, you can't tell me the difference between this and that. Like you still have to make a good shot on the fucking animal and it's not I'm just trying to I'm just trying to kill does and trying to get meat. I mean, because everybody if everybody's a real hunter, you know that like, yeah, it's awesome to whack a big fucking buck, but they're gamey as shit. There's nothing like a fucking doe that's like not that you want like a Fresh. year. Tender. Yeah, fresh fucking dough. Like you don't want an old fucking gamey buck. It's just this. Not, you're not gonna get good taste. Yeah. And look at that. Dante's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? No, I played. I played Don Cabela's hunting games. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like when you go fishing, you catch a fish, and the, 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 you wake up or pull fishing, and the bear's right next to you. And you gotta pull muscle loader and shoot the bear. <laughs> It's all. It's pretty much the same thing. 
it's pretty much the same thing. Pretty much made my own character, you know, running around in the stands, you know, waiting for the buck. Balding. I mean, he had to make him 50 years old in the game to look like him, but. Yeah. Hold <laughs> on, so what time do you guys have to get up in the morning? 5.30. Like 6.30. Me? Yeah. Uh, like I said previously in this podcast, um, I took the whole week off. So what time do you get up for work like regularly? I have to get up to drive my kids to school at uh, 7, 7.30. Well, I'm going to get up at like probably 6.30, but I have to drive them to school at like 7.45. I was thinking about you guys, you guys said you had to get up early, like you guys would get up early to go to the gym, and I'm not a fucking morning person. Like if I can push like five more fucking minutes, I don't care if that alarm clock goes off and it's like two – I don't care if I, I'm about to get up and I have one minute left. I'll still roll over for that one fucking minute. I'm just not a fucking morning person. I don't know how you guys get up in the morning and go to the gym. I really don't. Uh, I, don't really myself. Do I just cuss at myself and tell myself I'm a worthless piece of shit if I don't get up. <laughs> 530 to 530, and then gym after that. Yeah, I don't go to the gym in the morning. Can't. I tried it one time. I just can't. I can't it, it's, it's different. It's different. It's an acquired taste. I did it for a little bit. Um, I had a guy at work. His name's uh, Buckingham. Sorry, Buckingham. But anyways, he uh, he said, "Hey, you want to go? In the, do you want to go to the gym with me?" But he gets off at three, and I get off at two most days. Um, <laughs> overtime or whatever. But uh, he wanted to go to the gym, and I'm like, "Well, we're gonna have to go in the morning." So I would leave my house at two in the morning. And it's an hour drive to my work, but he he lived probably like seventeen minutes past my work. No, nope. nope. and I would go. I would get to the gym at three in the morning with him, and we would work out from three in the morning to five in the morning when I got ready and went to work. But uh, I mean, we did it for a little bit. I'd probably do it again. But that's uh, a whole story. But I wouldn't be there. It just I don't I know. Six, six p.m. bedtime. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be in bed at like 5 p.m. As soon as I sing them from work, I'm going to bed. I got to get to the gym in the morning. Like, like my buddy, like my buddy Jimmy, he gets up and goes to the gym. And I, I like I've, I've said about it on podcast four, he gets up at like four o'clock every fucking day. He goes to the gym. I'm like, nope, not me. I'm just not that fucking guy. Yeah, I'm a, I'm not a morning person. Like my like not so much now. My wife, like we first got together, like. And, like, before we had kids, like, I'd come downstairs and I'd be, like, walking down. She'd be like, oh, my God, good morning, beautiful. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's like, it's not even fucking. <laughs> time was 6 o'clock, but now she's. She probably <clears throat> but now, like, she she's a little more tired in the morning. But when she was so chipper, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Dude, my wife, we, we met on a project in Bradley, Oklahoma, five years ago. And when we got together, she wanted to ride together to work. And in the morning, I turned the radio down real low, and I'm quiet. I'm just like you, Justin. I'm a quiet motherfucker. Yeah. And, you know, when you first meet somebody, it's all fucking honeymoon, rainbows, and blowjobs. It's fucking wonderful. So about third day in, she wakes up and just chatter, 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 chatter. On the fourth day, I, I stopped the truck. It's like, look, if you're going to keep doing this every fucking morning, you won't. <laughs> I'm, I can't. Like this, this ain't gonna fucking work. I need thirty five minutes in the morning with my coffee, 
to be woke. After yeah. we get to work, you can chat me up all you want. But yeah. she had these elaborate plans, and we're going to do this, and this is going to happen. And I would, I didn't hear a fucking word of it. Dude, you used to piss me off. I come downstairs. She's like, oh, my God, good morning, beautiful. And I'm like, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. Like, so she calls you beautiful. Uh-huh. I never called you beautiful. What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> She's calling bullshit right now. Bullshit. Next She's like, oh. She said, first off, I never called you beautiful. She just said that. I didn't call you beautiful. <laughs> All right, it's fine. She was like, oh, my God, how was, how was your day? You ready? You morning? Like, how did you sleep? You were fucking chipper as shit. I would try to have a conversation with you, and you'd be like, Yeah, she'd be like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. It's fucking 5 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. I just take a little bit longer to wake up. Go back in the room. <laughs> oh, damn. You're going to sleep on the couch tonight. Nah, I wish. She won't let me. Here lies Justin now, Cohen. No, she's awesome. She, she, worked, she worked like all day yesterday, and then she got called in at what time? Yeah. Oh, no, you stayed away all, the whole day. I worked 8.30 to 1 in the OR, and then back from 4.30 till quarter of 1 this morning in the OR. Yeah, so she's I been like. at 6 o'clock and cleaned three, four houses today. Yeah, she's a, she's, she's a baller. She said, how long did you stay away? Instead of how long did you have to work? Damn, that's got to, I don't know. Give me the I dog. I was going to work you know, longer than I was home yesterday. Yep. Happy man. Go lay down. <clears throat> She's wor Why she wears her ass in sledge sweatshirt? Do we have questions today? We did. All right, so first question I have for you guys is, uh, so. Uh, well, I, I got 20% battery life left, so. Oh, shit, you got about three hours, bro. Good. Oh, yeah, dude. We're good. Yeah, ba battery mode. Safe mode. <laughs> All right, so what's gear? Sucking one dick ten times, or ten dicks one time. One more time. I don't think this is one of the questions people ask, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't see that in the comments, Steve. I got no, he just made that up. This no, is this was no. This was I already have. We're not living your we're not living your fantasies out on this podcast. <laughs> no bullshit. No. No, you can't get out this, of this, Tony. I know you sucked dick before. This is a hot hardcore, or this was a HWM podcast question. So when I was, was in that? prison, I owned the pod. <laughs> Took a lot of dick, did you? Tony so came the in, question? punched the biggest dude in the face, and said, "This is my block now, bitch." Mm. What's the one? What's the question? <laughs> All right. So, suck one dick ten times, or ten dicks one time. You have to pick one. You can't say I ain't sucking no dick. Well, how long, how long, how long do I have to suck the one dick to the 10? You have to suck it. Well, okay. So, uh, you're sucking the one dick like as long or well, till it finishes basically till he says you're done. Right. Same with 10 dicks. One dick. I'll take, I'll take one. Yeah. One dick. One, I'll take one dick. One dick. Yeah. One dick. Why? Dante, what do you think? I said one. Dante yep. yep. wants to suck a lot of dicks. He said ten. Yep. 
I just want to be in the middle and just, just going like that. Just... Black, white, well, Asian, doesn't matter. He's getting all <laughs> in his face. <laughs> oh, God. So, anyways, uh, yeah, no, I said one dick. So, this went around my work for, like, hours. And, I mean, you know, when you work corrections, you have a fucking, you have the sense of humor that we have. Well, you have to. Yeah, of course. So, this went around my work for hours. It was fucking hilarious. But I, I, so I was the first one. Everybody was saying 10 dicks for some fucking reason. They're like, I ain't sick. I ain't, because there's, they say one dick, you get a commitment with the guy. I'm like, no, dude, you don't get the fucking commitment. You get like, okay, look, I'm going to find out what this guy wants, how this guy operates. This guy, I'm only, it's only going to last like fucking a minute. Your separate 10 dicks are going to be like 30 minutes each because you don't know what they want. Yeah. Next question. Next question. <laughs> a, little, a, little I'm, I'm, a little too much. I'm done with sucking dicks. Okay. Justin's done with I've never started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Okay. Here's the questions. Uh, if you could work out with any non-elite eight close friend or girlfriend member of the Dumber Crew, who would you pick? And what are y'all hitting? You heard? I wonder who he's talking to there. Yeah, he's baiting. He's baiting. He's baiting. Who is that? That's Nat Lines. Nat Lines. If I could work out one person that's not in Demo Crew Elite Eight. Yeah. Dante. Um, I already did that. That's old news. You can have my sloppy second. Wow, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we can. What are you talking about? Hey, there's plenty of me for everybody, Tony. So non-elite a close friend or girlfriend, huh? Hmm. We all froze. No, Tony okay. just thinking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with you, Mr. Fiora. Truthfully. Yeah. And look at that. Just bam. Bam. No, honestly, I mean honestly, guys, uh, if I could pick anybody, it would be Tony first. Sorry, Dante. But Dante second. We got Tony gonna... for you. Huh? What the fuck am I, third? Sorry, <laughs> hey, Justin, you're not at our strength level. I'm just curious about the strength, okay? Yeah. Oh, bitch. Sorry, you like, it's just one of those uh, competition things. Like, Tony, I just got to see if I'm strong. I know I'm not stronger than Nate, but I'm getting there. But, uh, Tony, I'm curious if I'm stronger than you. And, I mean, I think it'd be cool to work out with you guys. You and I, I Not when he has that trend sandwich. I think we'd be close. I think we'd be close. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, you're on you're on test, and I'm not. But so I think you might. I have half a fucking left arm, bitch. So <laughs> I don't want to hear. Tony, Tony was getting his deadlift back up and just getting yeah. his deadlift back yeah. up when we lifted. Hey, Tony, dude, I did five. I did five ninety five a year ago before this shit happened, and I'm just now breaking over five hundred again. So yeah, dude, he was so close, and then like a, what was it a month time. later? A month later, yeah. you hit it. I pulled it. It, yeah. 
it just takes time. I, I try to rush this shit a lot, and I can't. I got to realize that. Yeah, I think he would have got it still because when Tony came down, he had like what a shake and yeah. something after like a couple hour car ride. He just had a homemade shake and like a Red Bull or coffee or something, and then he comes here just yeah. to pull over five hundred pounds and just like. Yeah, I've definitely been carving up before leg days lately. Yeah, it helps. Yeah, no, I would. Uh, I would definitely do. Well, fuck, dude. I. I mean, I gotta pick a non-elite eight member, but if it was anybody, it'd be Tony and Dante. I'd. I'd work out with you too, uh, Justin. I just honestly, Justin, I would just fucking hang out with you and conversate the fuck out of you. You know what I mean? Yep. It would just be cool just to hang out with you because I think you're a really cool fucking dude. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like uh, I can get close with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So, workouts alone, I would probably do Tony and Dante. No, oh. sorry, Justin. No, it's sorry. Just, it's just a, the strength thing. I, well, I, I, me and me and Tony lived together. It was a fucking blast. Yeah. No, we had a good time. I still got our videos. I think it'd be a good time, Justin. But I just, I think that I want to. I think it, you want you want to live with somebody. You want to live with somebody that's going to push you a little farther. I understand. Well, what no, it's going to be a competition. It's going to be a competition. It's going to like straight up competition. If I lived with Tony and Dante, we'd be competing against each other the whole fucking time. Da, I don't and, know. Dante, Dante's got that deadlift fucking down. You heard? And then I'd be in the background taking videos. Go ahead. Like, guys, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll just give Justin the camera and say, "Stand yeah. <laughs> You could be our height. I'm kidding. I like, What's I like the next I, question. I just like working out with everybody. Dante or Justin, who would you do? I said Dante. Oh, yeah, you're right. What about you, Dante? That's a hard one. There's a bunch of people I want to lift with. Like I train with Matt Deacons, he's pretty good. Yeah. I want to train Jimmy and Joey Brooks have been talking about training one day. Yeah, who? Chris Pet Joey Brooks. Uh, he'd be Chris good. Hazard. Chris Pazzaretti wants to do a deadlift session one day. His deadlift's getting up there, too. I know. I saw. There's a couple people out there. I like, I got, I'm like. i like with Steve. I like – if it's if I'm training with someone who's close to me, it's going to be a big competition. Yeah. But if it's someone else, like, I kind of, like, want to do, like, other workouts where we can both kind of be, like, on the same page kind of sort of. And, like, well, so it's a different – so it's, like, a different kind of competition. Yeah, like me, Tony, and Dante, I think it'd be competition, like, just heavy lifting. Oh, yeah? Well, you could do fucking 500, Tony? Well, guess what? I'm going to put 505, bitch. You know? I'm, I'm trying to do a workout with – I think me and Carly are going to do a workout with Brooke one day, and we're going to do, like, more, like, like endurance, like, leg day burpee shit or something, you know, something, like, both playing fields can have a part of, you know? Yeah. Well, and Justin, like, uh, I feel like if I worked out with you, it'd be super fucking, in, like, intensity. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't take any breaks. Like the people I've ever taken, I, I just lift. Like I don't fucking, I don't take, I don't sit down. I don't take five minutes in between. I don't take one minute. I'm, I literally just. People, some yeah, people we, are like, some people are like, I'm in the gym for two hours, hour and a half. Like I literally get in. I don't take any breaks. I literally go in. My music goes on. My pre-workout hits. I'm in and I'm fucking out. Like I don't, I don't fuck around. Like. And it, it all matters on the day of if I lift heavier, if I lift for high reps. So, you know. And you got you got to always remember, like when me and Cody Defoe got together, like Cody Defoe lives uh, in Havasu. 
and um, I said, fuck it, I'll just pick a time, I'll make it work, right? So I went there and uh, to his gym, because we go to two separate gyms in Lake Havasu, unfortunately, but um, <laughs> you don't, like Justin, if me and you worked out, you talked about intensity and taking breaks, I guarantee you, since we have so much to fucking talk about, there would be breaks. Like me and Cody, we I don't I don't take breaks. Cody doesn't take breaks, but you know what? We had so much in common and so much to talk about. Like it was, we talked a lot. There was, yeah, there was breaks. The only the only problem I have with breaks is that I lose my pump and I lose it. Like I'll lose if I don't just fucking stick to what I'm in there doing. I'll lose my pump, and if I lose my pump, I'm fucked. So like. Like, I go with my buddy, like, you see all the time, Dante knows, well, you both know, uh, Paulie. But when we fucking lift, like, we'll maybe push the pause button and we'll talk while we're lifting, but, like, while he's talking. But, like, we have, we just fucking roll. Like, that's just the way, that's the way we lift. So, if I lose my pump, it just kind of fucking pisses me off and, you know, obviously. Yeah, so, anyways, uh, Nat Lyons, sorry we didn't pick you, bud. But, if I was going to run, it would be with Nat Lyons. Yeah. Let's put it that way. I feel like Nat Lyons can motivate me to run a lot longer. <laughs> Dude. If this motherfucker can run 68 miles in an hour. <laughs> Dude, I saw a video of him yesterday. It was C1 one, and he chugged that Captain Morgan like it was oh, going out. I did see that too, dude. Dude. Oh, my God. He was just like, boof up my – oh, my God. You know, I was expecting it to be – because I have a, I had a glass when I did the C1 send one. And I chugged it, like, down to here, halfway maybe, of fucking Crown Royal. And then he grabbed that Captain Morgan, just plain Captain Morgan, and he chugged the fucking, like, three-quarters of the bottle. I'm like – There it goes. Well, that, angel, that angel dude, I see him chucking beers too. Who? Angel. Angel Yanez? Yeah. 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 Dude, He's guys, an up-and-comer. He's an up-and-comer. Y'all watch him. Oh, I know. And so is uh, – he actually has a question on your No, he has a question on the other one. But, um, dude, there's a couple – there's a couple guys that are coming up, and they're fucking – they're posting every day all the – like, legit shit. And they're participating in everything, burpees, the chug one, send one, you know? Fuck burpees. Yeah, I'm falling. I'm falling off the grid, guys. Sorry about that. I mean, I think, I uh, I think it's it's my time has come. Too much, right, Dante? Yeah. Three, three burpees equals 100-something burpees. <laughs> yeah, when you're 180 pounds of pure mass, right, Dante? Yeah. I feel you. When Brooke posted that little, like, Sorry, handstand, handstand. Hey, I did that, motherfuckers. No, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Oh, I hey. Tempted it. Before I mean, we go, before we go to the next question, Tony, what the, what the fuck, dude? You've been doing the grab ass on. <laughs> I've been doing the Brooks. I've been doing the done. Brooks pose, bro. I ain't done. And then you do the. That's the Brook pose. Every. <laughs> Every time Brooke posts a fucking a photo, like she does this little sway movement, and like no, I told I her, I, said, I, I told her I'm about to clown on your ass. Just get ready. Like 260 pounds is about to get real sexy. <laughs> Dude, I, I saw that shit and I fucking broke up laughing. For... <laughs> and everyone's doing it now. Brian Hemmelgarden's doing it like every time. Yeah. Dude, it was fucking hilarious. I'm like, what the fuck. 
god. No, I saw that. What was that? Yesterday? <laughs> yeah, yesterday. And your hey, look, Rooks. The like the fucking puck milk, and everything. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it took your Beyonce or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Brooke messaged me. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Next question, guys. You ready? Okay. Would you rather have dick fingers or testicle for toes? I feel like dick this fingers. one's popping up. Testicle for toes. Dick fingers. Dick fingers. Dude, testicle toes would hurt Ain't every time you take a step. Nobody's stepping on my nuts, bro. No, bro. testicle for toes. I'd rather – you can't see that shit. I can put shoes on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Actually, dude. you know what? My wife would like the, the penis fingers, so I'm good. I'll get penis fingers. You know what sucks though? Look at these things. They're uncircumcised. Yeah. All right. I'm going back to testicle fingers. No one says, your, no one says yours have to be like that. You could probably yeah. get them off. Yeah, I'm catholic, bro. That shit's getting cut. Yeah. Okay, but hey, but hey, is it is it my size dick or like a black dude's dick? Size. Why, why, can't, why can't it just be like the size of your fingers? Think like this. This really short and fucking stubby. Yeah, or you could have Edward Dickens, <laughs> be all real tall and lean. I'm not trying to walk around like Squidward hands or anything. Like, <laughs> I still no, want to be able to make a fist. So, do you have to get individually hard, or do you have? Or if you get hard, they yeah, all get hard. Yeah, so it, like, they all get hard. I would say it's yeah. individual. It's like a, it's like a dick. No, no, they all get hard. The blood flows to the hand, and they're all just fucking. Like a like like this, and then all of a sudden a fucking hot chick walks around, or you're watching some porno, and bam! <laughs> Dude, I would go to my friends and just just right in the face, just fucking dick slapping. Like, you'll, you'll never guess what I just had surgery done last night. <laughs> oh, bam! Do they all get off at the same time? Just get in a car crash or something, and they don't have any extra fingers. They just have extra penises lying around. Hey, hey, we had this question on the podcast that we had dicks for fingers. So guess what I did? Bam. Bam. Dicks. My wife sat on it and it was like getting five dicks. That no, I'm screwed. That'd be weird. I just thumb her. <laughs> that, that's, that's a little dick. It's the it's the thick one. It's the thick one. Yeah. Girth matters. Girth ropes. Might not hit the bottom, but I fuck up the sides. <laughs> I know, I know who Gareth Brooks is. Yeah, I don't need to hit the back wall to get fucking penetration. All right. All right, we gotta start talking about sex. My wife's in the shower right now. Yeah, no, we don't need you to have to hide your genitals on this uh, podcast. Even though, don't uh, don't show us your genitals. But right yeah, here, I mean, goddamn, my wife's in Missouri right now. You know what I'm saying? My wife's, my wife's in the other room watching the kids. Which at least forty five minutes for me. <laughs> really, forty five minutes? Carly lives forty five minutes. Fuck all y'all. Fourteen right. hours. Better subject. All right, new question. Yeah, okay. next question. What's the toughest thing? The toughest thing you've had to go through, and how did you get past over it? So. Okay, first thing, uh, Martin Lasalde, <laughs> you can't ask a question like this when you've been the most badass motherfucker that's been through the hardest fucking time of us all. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? 
like you're it's like it's like asking hey okay i just fucking survived cancer and i just whooped cancer's ass uh what have you done what you got yeah yeah like you can't you can't ask this kind of question like i read this and i'm like that motherfucker like i don't have nothing to top that it's gonna make me feel like yeah but but people like that like like his his story's probably like he grinds probably harder than anybody you know on the crew but for guys like him who's going through it it's just it's for some guys it's just it's just another thing they're just beating it they're hardcore they're but his fucking story is fucking awesome i mean Dude, martin when you watch this or if you watch this i don't know how many people watch it i don't even look at the views but um martin if you watch this you're a fucking you're the definition of a hardworking motherfucker like the just the dedication to life with this guy, you know what I mean? Like you see videos of him like lifting weights the whole the whole fucking time while no. fighting cancer. It like, ain't even that. I can't even, it's, I can't even fathom. It, it ain't even how, that. It's the fucking positivity on day to day that he fucking produces for himself and his fucking family, no matter what. Even though he's no been going through. Yeah, it's like. You know, we all go through, I mean, I know, I mean, we lost four, know each other pretty good. Us three, sorry. But, like, when you guys go through your tough times in life, it's like, fuck, I don't want to post this fucking shit on Facebook. I don't want to, I don't want to put a fucking demo crew or accent sledge post up. Like, I got, like, I'm trying to get out of my own fucking head. I don't want to post and hear all this shit. But this guy is literally, quote, unquote, looking death in the eye and beats his ass and still takes that time to post that positive shit that we all need. And, 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 and if anything, it makes you feel like, motherfucker, I'm sitting here bitching about my life. Like, I, I just bitched that I got to get up at 5.30 in the morning or 6 o'clock in the morning, but this motherfucker has real fucking problems. And I know people use the fucking saying a lot, but, like, he had problems, and he fucking yeah. worked right through them. And that's the biggest thing of, of all this shit is that, it's so easy. It's so easy to fucking say it, but are you gonna fucking do it? And I think he does that shit every fucking day. All right. So when you have, you know, I'd hate to. I guess I wouldn't hate to, but it goes back to what Seth says. You know, no problems, just work. Like when your kids are sick, or when your kids are facing life or death, or when you're facing life or death. <clears throat> like we, we don't have problems. I, I mean, yeah, bills, problems, or fucking overtime, or whatever. Sorry, Dante. But, <laughs> but I mean, this fucking guy basically gave death a piggyback ride. <laughs> yeah. And, and he told still, that bitch to get off and kept on going. He fucking kept on going. Martin, I give you props, brother. And um, I'm not, and I think it's a good time to say, like, the best part about this company and I know just because we're on the subject, but Zoe Strong, that fucking shit was fucking awesome. That that's why I will always stick to this company because they just their their backbone and what they stand for is something better. Like that's the Zoe the Zoe shirt. I rep that shit with fucking pride because it, I don't. I'm fucking thirty three years old. Yeah, I still have life to live, but this little girl is fighting for her life, and she's a fucking warrior and. But that's what it goes back to of all this stuff is it's just like we really don't have problems. We just have to fucking get up, 
provide for our family, and quit bitching. Anyway, so for the purpose of his question, Martin, there's nothing that compares to what you're going through. Nothing. I mean, obviously, if my child was sick and fighting for life and she survived, that's a different story. But when it comes to me, um, what's the toughest thing that I've ever gone through? Uh, so what I think the toughest thing was for me is I went through a police academy and I couldn't get a job as a, I mean, oh, I only applied to two different agencies after I completed the police academy uh, in California. I only applied to two different agencies and that was my hometown, clearly California. Um, and I was on the standby list or whatever. And then I applied for uh, San, Bernardino, San Bernardino. Yeah. Um, but then I ended up moving to Arizona as a correctional officer because my wife, you know, lived here and we weren't yet married. But anyways, uh, just not becoming an officer, I think. I mean, well, I became a correctional officer, but I didn't become a, like, street cop. Yeah. And I think that uh, that alone, just going through the police academy, I was the fucking... I was the fat guy. I was the slow one. There was a fat chick that I'm not going to say any names, but there was a fat chick that was in my police academy and she was faster than me. And she was like, dude, probably like 250 pounds. And, uh, oh, he's Crown Royal. Good man. Or dear mother. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so that was like the toughest thing. And I use it as motivation is going through the police academy, not getting a job in California as a police officer. I got a crash officer job in Cal in uh, Arizona, and I mean, which I'm blessed because I'm, I mean, I promoted early, I got good pay, and I, I mean, I'm I'm here for my wife, my wife and kids. But uh, my I think my toughest time was going through the police academy, being the fat guy, being the slow guy, like the drill instructors did not like hold back blows. The cadets in there did not hold back blows. They say you're, what, what's the saying is, uh, you're as strong as your weakest member, right? Well, during the police academy, at least, at least the first half, I was the weakest member. But just because of that fact, it made, it made me the man I am today. Um, like I will never forget the drill instructors drilling me because I was slow and I was weak and the cadets, my fellow cadets, fucking drilling me begin like just hey yeah well the fucking fast you know yeah hey what's up fat ass blah blah but halfway through that i started jumping the fucking six foot wall like it was nothing i ran that mile or that two three miles that we had to run like it was fucking nothing but i worked my ass off to get to that point and i wasn't the slowest member anymore but that was probably like one of the harder times of my life just because i was like, I was so motivated just to pass and just to be that fucking top, top uh, police academy cadet. But, like, everybody just started, like, everybody was just, you know, down in me. And, uh, anyways, I pushed it, I pushed through, and it was fucking, that's where, that's where I started hitting the gym. And that's where I started, that's where I made my transformation. That's where I made my, like, life-changing 
fucking. I mean, that's when that's when I started doing everything. Yeah. I don't want to be that fucking guy anymore. Like I used to be fit back in back when I was like eighteen. I was in my prime, and after the police academy in like 2013 through 2014, I said, "Fuck it, I'm not gonna be that guy. I'm not gonna be the. Fu- I'm not gonna graduate." as the fucking fat guy or the slow guy or the one that held everybody back. Fuck that. And but Martin, nothing compares to you. So Tony Witchers. Other than I mean, well, you have the change all thing, but that ain't even close, bro. You would think that that would be mine, right? But no. So mine is going through my first divorce, I almost lost the cus- rights and custody to my three oldest kids because of the stupid decisions that I was making back at the time. So uh, that has been the hard, that was the hardest part of my life, making stupid decisions, going to jail, drinking all the time, DWIs, in and out of fucking jail. Looking back, back then I didn't understand what was going on because I was just fucking being stupid, but coming out of that and progressing in life and understanding what the fuck I almost lost. That was the hardest part of my life. This uh, chainsaw shit. Yeah, almost died. But I had a wonderful wife. I've got my fucking life straight. There was no issues with coming out of that. Just me being stupid and coming back, trying to get my strength back. Back then, I could have lost something that I would have regretted for the rest of my life. So that's that was my hardest part. Yeah. Hey, so um, I've been listening to this podcast. I think it's called uh, Real AF Podcast. I don't know if you guys heard of it. But um, he points out a really specific part about uh, like social media and how to get more followers and how to present yourself to to basically the world. But it says be yourself, and I think that was. Uh, I mean, obviously, I was I was myself um, when it comes to like social media and everything. But I think it uh, comes to like a really, a really good point. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that don't be themselves, and when it comes to like being real and being the real you, I mean, the Demo Crew is that group. You know what I mean? Like, you get to learn everybody as individuals and how they represent their self. And I feel like it's their real self. You know? so, so, I'll elaborate on that. So, when you become part of the Democrat, you got to fill out the application. You can lie on that application. You can bullshit your way through. You can come on in and you can fucking vouch for something and not be who you say you are. But eventually, your true colors will shine. If you're a part of the demo crew, you need to be loyal to the brand. You need to be supportive of everybody in the group, Axe and Sledge and demo crew alike. And you need to be supportive of 40H and everything that the company stands for. You falter on that. You start in with negativity. You backlash. You don't feel privileged enough in order to be in the group. You will be x There is no coming back from being x Life is what it is. You're loyal. You're honest. You're true. And that's what everybody in the demo crew represents. So we want everybody to be a part of the family and we want them to come and join us. But 
hold true to your standards, your colors, and your morals. Period. We just want to know who you are, how you represent, and we will support you 110%. And be your fucking self, man. Don't, don't, don't piggyback off of somebody else's aspirations. Be you. Everybody's different. Look at this yep. fucking little guy right here. My little yeah, buddy over there. Yeah, I was talking about you, Steven. But oh. anyway. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Definitely not me. Definitely not me. Yeah, but like, I don't, I don't like, I don't like when people, <laughs> like, I don't like when people try too hard. Like, just be yourself. Like, you don't have to post every day. Don't make some bullshit post up that, like, don't, you can tell when people are trying too hard. I know people don't think they can, but you can tell, like, this motherfucker's trying way too much to get Facebook famous. Just be yourself. Go lift. Take pictures. Be confident in yourself. Whether you're fucking 110 pounds or you're fucking 500 pounds, be confident. Just post your story. Tell about why you lift. But, like, there's sometimes you see these people post every fucking day, and it's just to try to say, like, they want to try to move up in the company. But just be yourself. That's the realest motherfuckers. Like, dude, I don't post – I might post three, two or three times a week, but I'm just me and me. Like, I don't get to go to the gym every day. I'm still grinding, but you guys don't see it. Just because you don't see it don't mean I'm not fucking doing it. It doesn't matter. Today's day of age, you need a picture in the gym or it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yes. So, hey, uh, talking about being themselves, Dante, what's your toughest thing you've had to go through? I don't even know. I know, like, I say I've been through tough shit, but it's really not really tough shit. Dating Carly. Yeah. <laughs> now my ass is fucking handed to me now. Thanks, Tony. You're welcome. I don't know. That's definitely part of it, though. I mean, my last concussion was pretty bad. It was definitely making, taking a toll in a relationship because she was saying, like, I was changing and I wasn't, like, seeing it or whatever. You know, I just wasn't myself, and it took a while to get over it and get better, I guess. Yeah, concussions aren't fun. They can definitely change you. Yeah. Even now, apparently, I'm still, like, out of it a little bit. My ass is still considering playing rugby again. Yeah, you know what? Where are you with rugby? I mean... Well, I mean, like, are you... Are you still playing, or are you... Like I'm on, a, I'm on a hiatus now. I'm on like a strongman powerlifting kick right now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. That's what it looks like. I haven't, I haven't ran. I mean, I get out of breath walking up the steps now with this weight. I snore like a motherfucker. I probably have sleep apnea out the ass. I'm in no condition to play a rugby match right now. <laughs> Maybe if I get in shape again and I get my tackling form down 100% or closer to 100%. And I'm confident enough where I'm not going to leave with my head, then maybe I'll step back on the pitch again. But until then, yeah, I got, I got some new goals in mind. So I got you. You know, my goal right now, I mean, well, other than like my physique, um, is I so I took a week off, and a big goal of mine this week is uh, trying to figure out how to start my gym. I want to start a gym. I want to become like, I don't know. like one of the bigger gyms closed uh, recently in like Havasu. And uh, I think it's a perfect opportunity for me to open a gym. More people, I just need to find the location and everything, but I got all the logistics down. 
I've wrote it down. I've like done a couple things online to get squared away, but I need to get to the point where I can present it to a bank and say, Hey, this is what I need. Like, let's get it going. My buddy's about to open up his own gym once he finds a warehouse after COVID. It's bullshit going on. So I just fucking talk so much. My phone's about to fucking die. That's it, folks. So 30, done. Just kidding. I don't have that kind of power. Let's keep going with it. Let's get the questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who inspired you the most? Oh, wait. Uh, Justin, are you okay? Yep, I'm good. Sorry, I had to put my plug Okay, what's the toughest thing you went through? Losing my – hold on. Gosh. Losing your internet? No, losing my first son. Oh. Mm. He uh, – I mean, she wasn't far along. Um, but, like, she started to go get birth, and uh, – uh, I got to see him and hold him, and that was probably the hardest thing I had to go through. Uh, um, so you had to see him, or you got to see him and hold him. You said, yeah, she like she had to give birth to a stillborn, so like I had to see that, and uh, we kind of took a lot of stuff out on each other instead of taking care of the problem. It was a hard time in our life, um, but then you got to look at like God's plan, and like now I got my old my oldest now. Uh, the one that we'd lost would have been 10. My oldest now is eight and we wouldn't have him if it wasn't for So, um, there's a lot of shit. Uh, I got to see emotions that my father never showed me before. I like, you know, I'm an emotional man. My kids have seen me cry. Um, I've never, ever, ever seen my dad cry until I lost my son. And then, you know, he, he broke down. So that was a hard time in my life. But like, um, you know, it, uh, it, it, it really makes you understand that like, and whether your beliefs or whatever they may be, is just mine that like God has a plan and that like, um, so I lost my sister when I was in seventh grade, she always wanted a kid. So it's like, you have to have some kind of like, okay, well he wanted to go be with her. You know, she needed a baby to watch over and you know, you gotta, you got to have, I mean, this is me. I got to have some kind of spiritual way of handling it. And I just knew that it wasn't meant to be. I wouldn't have case in here right now if it wasn't for, if we wouldn't have lost him. So I just, you know, I, um, he's actually buried next to my dad. Um, they're buried right next to each other. So I don't know. It's, 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 you got to take some of the hardest shit in your life and make it the biggest reason why you are the person that you are. And that's just why, you know, you fuck up, you do whatever, you know, you do stupid shit. Sometimes you got to take the dumbest shit you've ever done in your life and make it the positive. And that's all, you know, I try to do for my kids and my wife and just me in general is what I try to do. So. Yeah, Justin, you've been, you've been through a lot the past couple of months. And um, I'm sorry for that. I'll tell you right now, like, yeah, I mean, well, I was just reading the next question, which is, who inspires you the most right now during this shitty time of Rona? So, Justin, and actually, Tony, too. Sorry, Dante, you didn't have shit happen to you. But, uh, 
No breaks. That's what happened to me. Yeah, but Tony, you almost lost your arm. You recovered really well. You're fucking shit up. Justin, you lost your father, um, which I'm very sorry for. But uh, you've been through a lot. Like, <laughs> I can't even imagine what you're going through. It's just like uh, Martin Lasalde been through a lot. But uh, it says, who inspires you the most right now during this shitty time of Rona? I'll tell you right now, Rona has nothing compared to what you guys been through. A lot of guys, a lot of people has been through in the demo group. Um, I've been kind of absent during this, uh, these, like this past month during the, or like on the demo crew and everything, the demo crew page. But uh, every time I go on, I see all these guys, everybody, uh, like a lot of people, motivational individuals on there, like asking questions like, hey, I have family problems. I have this going on in my life. I need advice. And they ask the demo crew. Like that right there, the, the strength to be able to just fucking ask for an answer or the strength to say, hey, this is what I'm going through. <coughs> Sorry, Corona. Um, <laughs> I need advice. You know, <coughs> the strength, Justin, to let people know that, hey, you know what? My father just passed away. I'm going through a tough time. Like, I'm asking for some help. Just the strength that you guys have that actually have real problems in your life. That's what motivates me. Like, I don't have problems. Like, I have, okay, I have bills. I have overtime. I have, like, going to work every fucking day, working 12 to 16 hours, whatever. Um, that's not problems. You guys have actual problems, but guess what? You guys still post. You guys still do videos. You, I mean, and I'm sitting here doing fucking, like, what, two videos a week? And you guys, you guys have real problems, and you guys are still pushing, still motivating. You guys are who motivates me through this whole Rona shit. Like I don't, I know, like the coronavirus is real, but uh, you guys with the like real problems, Justin, what you've been through, and you're now you're posting videos again. You were like you disappeared for a little bit, but you're posting videos again. You're motivating people. You're letting people know about your about your situation, about your life, or what what's going through your head. That right there is what motivates me to keep pushing forward. Like right there, because like I look back at my life, I'm like, you know what? I don't have fucking problems. Tony, you don't get to see your kids. You fucking travel for work. You travel for so many fucking things. I get to see my kids every night, and if I don't fucking spend time with my children. I think back at you and I'm like, you know what? If I don't fucking spend time with my children, I will be disrespecting Tony right now because he does. And you motivate me to be better. But anyways, basically bottom line, everybody has their, everybody has their points with me. You know what I mean, everybody has their motivation for me. Justin, if I have any fucking problems, I will look towards you. 
and I'll be like, you know what, Justin survived this whole fucking thing, and he's let people know, he's asked for advice, that's a fucking strong thing, right, right there about you. That motivates me to do the same thing if I ever lost anything, like, severe in my life. Tony, if I didn't get to spend time with my children, the little bit of time I get to spend with my children every day, because I do get to spend time with my children every day, I will be thinking of you, and I will make the best of it. You know I mean, Dante, if I ever wanted to lift heavy, I would lift heavy because of you. You're welcome. <laughs> Just because you fucking kill it in the gym. And at, least I, get, at least I get in the monologue at least one phrase. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, everybody has their individual story. You know what I mean? And that's kind of why I like made this podcast, or that's what I made this podcast is, uh, Everybody has their individual story, and everybody can move each other. I've been moved probably the most out of a lot of fucking people, because I get to hear all of them. Or others, I want to, if I need to hear them or not. Like in the future, I will, will, I will take all these stories that I've heard throughout this, throughout this podcast, and I would help it motivate me or help it push me through a problem. But, uh, I mean, Justin. You motivate me. I'd probably pick you right now. Is uh, who inspires me the most. You've been through a lot of shit. You've just been through a birthday, your first birthday without your father. Yeah. Justin, I mean, you're starting to do social media again. You're starting to do videos again, which I love to see. You got to start doing more, but you, uh, I'd pick you as the inspired one. You inspire me to fucking uh, pick through things. So. I mean, I, I mean, we all we all have stuff going on in life. It doesn't matter whether it's you know losing a loved one, not being able to see your kids. I mean, everybody it, has their everybody has their. Uh, we can easily play a fucking. Everybody could play a fucking pity party if they want, but Tony got where he is because of the man he is. Dante, you. Like, either you can sit there and use every little fucking excuse in your life for why you're failing, or you can just fucking man up. And like, don't get me wrong, you're going to fucking fall fucking right, dude. I'm not going to lie. I bowled like a bitch, I don't know how many times on Saturday, you know. But I know that there's – my dad may be the man that I am today. I had so many people call me be like, look, your dad, you are the man you are because of your father. So, like, I got to take – you get you, you don't get where you are in life – playing the fucking pity party like tony tony's not fucking like he's going through the shit but he didn't sit there and blame every fucking body for his fucking problems he grabbed his fucking nuts and fucking did what he had to do for his family and for his wife and for his kids and that's all it's about you know uh i mean dante is just the only thing the difference between dante is he's just a little younger than us he's just a little baby but he's still gonna he, Dante's still gonna go through the fucking problems that we're going through when he has kids. There's just differences. We're just different at different part in life. So I mean, I don't, I don't, don't, don't be wrong, dude. I struggle. I fucking struggle every day. You know, I, I and my wife is there for me by my side for every day. So I mean, you know, even when I do the dumbest shit, you know, it's kind of like you know my backbone. But I know at the end of the day, I have two fucking little boys that doesn't matter what the fuck I'm going through in my life. Guess what? They don't fucking understand it. You know? Do they know that I'm They just see dad and how hard yeah. he's working and what he's doing. 
And that's oh, what really? My yeah. fucking kid, my like my oldest, he knows when I'm hurting. He knows like when shit's going on. But at the same point, I want to show, I want to show a difference. I that's the biggest thing with me and my kids too is I want them to see emotion. It's okay to fucking cry. It's okay to show your fucking emotion. But at the end of the day, you still have fucking work to do. You still have to get up every fucking day, grind your ass off, no matter what the circumstances are. So, I, 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 I it makes me feel good that at least I'm helping. We've already talked about this on the podcast. I think it was us four before that as long as we're touching one person or helping one person, maybe that one fucking day, then we're doing our part. But we all fucking struggle. Even like even the strongest motherfuckers struggle. I mean, if you listen to Seth and Bob on their you know podcast, they've all been through the shit too. Like everybody's gone through the shit. It's just matters how you come out, and that kind of brings you where you are in life. So, but I'm just happy to have you guys as friends, and you know. Yeah, some people might watch this, but I just like bullshit with you guys and fucking, I mean, even when we're not live, I still like bullshit with you guys. It's funny as shit. It's fun. It makes my day. It makes it makes everything fucking just, it, it, it's just family that we fucking have. So I'm just glad I could be here with you guys tonight. All right. So Tony, Justin, I fucking ain't, brother. Uh, Tony, you're, you're up. <laughs> Who inspires me most right now during the shitty time of Rona? It's a loaded question to me because my family is always my first inspiration, right? My kids, I want my kids to have better than I ever had. But I will tell you this, that with everything that has gone on with me, because this chainsaw accident happened right when this fucking outbreak fucking started pretty much. That if I did not have the Action Sledge group and the Demo Crew group, I would not have been as motivated and as eager as I was to get back on track. And like you said, Stephen, it's you pick different things from different people that you can identify with, right, that help motivate you along the way. It could be a... Uh, a meetup, uh, going to see somebody, you know, I'd go out to see Dante and Carly. That was a motivational experience. Uh, I've worked out with Justin. I worked out with Andrew Bibby, those little things like that, getting to meet the good people around the fucking world that are a part of this is just amazing in itself. But then you go on your day to day and I'll have my days to where you get up and the fucking day shitty, or I get up thinking about, I'm missing my kids or, and then I get on here and I see the Barton LaSalle days, the the Zoe Strong post. And you think, oh, I'm pity partying myself over here. Look at these motherfuckers. Okay, next year, let's grab it. Let's fucking go. So it's it's a mixture of my family and a mixture of this group in general, I would say. Yeah, 110%. Tony. Dante, what about you? Sorry, I was getting hot in my room. I turned the fan on. I was starting to sweat. I don't know. I don't really get inspired by too many people too much because I'm just at that stage in my life where I like to consider other people like rivals in a way. But I just like to be better than – I'm not saying I want to be better, but I just like use other – I guess I consider rivals as people inspire me because they want me to make me do better, you know. It's pretty much everybody. A lot of people inspire me, family, you know, Carly, you guys. But a lot of times now I'm kind of inspired to meet up, like doing those Democrat meetup kind of things too. Oh, that's actually 
one of the newer things in my life that I've really been looking forward to doing. Training with Tony, training with Josh, Nate Tustin, um, Matt Deacons. I did a leg day session with him. We had a few people lined up for that, but it was just, in the end, it was just me and him that showed up and we put in the work. So it doesn't matter what else happened. It was just, you know, show that there's still some people out there that are, no matter what happens, they're still sticking to it and going after it. So, like I said, I'm a weird, I'm a weird person because a lot, a lot of things that inspires me anymore. But I guess it's like the little things like that that are help keep me going during this time. I guess if that makes sense to you guys. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Justin, I think we covered you already, right? Yep. Cool. Um. So, Joey Brooks, why am I not on this podcast? I mean, I'm pretty fucking cool too. So, Joey, I'm just letting you know, and I'll let all the listeners know. Um, this pod, this podcast is for everybody with a story, or even uh, if you don't have like a huge story, just to get to know the Democrat members or the just the hardworking motherfuckers in the world. I, I had Joey on one of my podcasts. What was that? I had Joey on one of mine. Well, apparently, Joey wants to be on mine. So, <laughs> I, I think you. I think he meant that he wanted to be like in this fortune podcast. Like no, that's why. That's no. Honestly, that's why I figured too. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, I think he wanted to be a part of this foursome we got going on. This circle jerk. This family some needs kind to be we got going on here. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Joey. It's kind of like a. Tony, Dante, and uh, Justin thing, but uh, maybe open the door in the future. Maybe like every once in a while we could have a guest pop up and every once in a while or something. Yeah, yeah. Some. Some. Well, uh, we'll keep in touch, Tony or uh, Joey. Sorry. But anyways, uh, Matt Deacons. <laughs> Why are there so many cookie cutters in the world today, Tony? I'll be right back. First off, do you guys know what the term cookie cutter means? He's referring yeah, to it, Yeah, it means that yes. everybody does the same shit all the time. Nobody's different. Um, yeah. Something like that. I feel like this question was more directed towards me, but I guess you guys can answer that. No, I, I will gladly answer this, and I will explain it like this. And Matt, don't get pissed off at me, but I don't give a fuck if they're a cookie cutter or not if they're in there putting in the fucking work. Kudos to them because everybody's got a different way of doing things and I have my fucking way and it might be right. and might be wrong. I think me and Dante kind of lift similar just by lifting with you one time. I feel like it's all gas, no brakes. When you get in the gym, that's how I always am. Yeah. Some people ain't like that. I've worked out with, with different people throughout the years and some people don't like that, but if it's working for them and they're cutting cookies, fucking let them cut them. But if it ain't working for them and they're cutting cookies, then, I understand the question here. Uh, so, I, it, cookie cutters are in the world because people don't understand and, and know how to be themselves, in a sense, I guess is worth what my answer is. Yeah. Where the fuck did Johnson Breath go? Who? Johnson Breath. Old Steve. Is he gone? 
He's probably yeah. yanking real quick. Yeah. He got too excited when he heard about the fifth person coming in every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but you know the cookie cutters. If anyone really wants to know the term of cookie cutter, look up Big Lenny on YouTube. You'll, learn, you'll be educated soon. I'm glad you guys had to get up for me. Well, Tony. I ain't worried about it, man. I shit my my sleep routine as of late has been fucking trash. Dude, three four hours of sleep and go. Not that uh. Well, he's gone. So, so like ever since like my like not trying to keep fucking nail on the hammer, but ever since my dad passed, I cannot sleep with a shit. But I did uh try that dozer, and dude, like I'm not saying I fucking sleep like better, but when I like. Same when I sleep five hours, when I wake up, I still feel like, I feel like I got like eight hours of sleep. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I like dozer. I just don't like the little tingly thing, and it's hard to breathe a little bit when I take it. But it it don't like make me go to sleep, but I feel like it makes me rest better once I am asleep. Yeah, it's exactly. A deeper, like, it's a deeper sleep, like you get more REM sleep or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah like like I thought if I took it, I'd be like, all right, I need to be by a fucking. Because I was taking like a pill of melatonin, and then I was taking this, and I was like, "Man, so I take this, I'm gonna fucking fall asleep." But like Tony said, it doesn't make me tired, but when I sleep, I feel like I get a better rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming we we're talking about those here. I just got back, but anyways, so those are I only take it either on my day off, my last day off. So it's like a a recovery thing because I don't really get a lot of sleep. So, like, my last day off, I'll tell the wife, hey, I'm going to sleep in a little bit, and it'll feel like everything's just fucking recovered. Like, I'm yeah. go for the week, right? What's but, the next uh, question? But yeah, like, uh, I'll take it also when, uh, say, I get, like, three hours of sleep, and I have to wake up at, like, one in the morning or something. I'll fucking, I'll take it and get my three hours of sleep and it'll be it'll feel like, it'll be like six hours of sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so uh you guys ready for the next question? Did you cover the last one? Yep. Yep. Cool. Um why am I not on this podcast? Where I did that one. Okay, cool. Matt Deacon. Where I did we already did the Matt Deacon's one too. Did you really? No. Good God, where you been? I was taking a piss. Alright. Job, Robert. <laughs> oh! Oh! That dude's strong as shit, too. Oh, fuck yeah, he is. First time I've seen him. This is the first time? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've seen him before. Oh, yeah, he posts all the time, man. I'm not on the group as much as I used to be, so that's probably why. <sighs> Wait, I think I do remember that guy, now that I think about it. He does all the, uh, like, Viking stuff, like with the kilts and... Yeah, that, that, oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have, you guys ever, have you guys uh, noticed that there's been a lot more big motherfuckers showing up on the demo crew. Well, I've been there, so what the fuck do you expect? 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, Justin has to walk like sideways to the door, so. I got the invisible lat syndrome. One time I heard Justin had to go sideways to a parking garage, too. A parking garage is too, too small for him. You're fucking right. Barbie's Playhouse or what? <laughs> got the little, got the little uh, battery Jeep. What's our last question? No, I got the uh, action sledge. Steve, can you see the screen? I can. <laughs> no, I had all the questions pulled up. You had all you that drank the whole bottle of fucking crown. Not yet. I got. Uh... Oh, oh boy. Yeah, a little bit more. So can we add? Can we have another person on this podcast? Uh, yes, we can. Drew would be fun. Drew's good shit. Yeah, Drew. I like Drew. And I don't know, my boy Polly. I, like, I always like Polly. Right, so, uh, same question with that one. But, so this one, this is the Accident Slice page. So we have a Demo Crew Facebook page. It's all for Demo Crew members. And then we have the Action Sledge Facebook page. Um, so this one's the Action Sledge. We just did the Demo Crew. But let me know if ever you need a guest. Okay, well, there's another one. <laughs> That's three you just said and repeated. Yeah, the Martin just had the last same question again, I guess. Yeah. Well, it looks like the same questions on that one. But anyway, so uh, I guess that's all of our questions. I'll ask one. Oh, okay. There you go. Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, Carmela Harris. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. Definitely fucking Pelosi. <laughs> Agreed. I'm killing Hillary. Yeah, Hillary's dead. Hillary. I'm definitely marrying Kamala Harris. Fuck yes. <laughs> I'm railing the shit out of Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> After that fresh haircut. I know. Get that salon smell in your face. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I think I mentioned that. <laughs> All right, Tony, you got one? A question? Yep. Hmm. I got a question. He's thinking. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Is is the S or C silent in scent? Oh, bitch. It's not silent. It's the S. It's the S. Yeah, because you don't, when you say cunt, cup, sense. Hey, don't say, don't say cunt. I'm going to get, like, minus, I'm going to get fucking banned from YouTube. Oh, dude. So, I have another another question too, real quick. 
do you think Chewbacca is a human dick or is it like one of those red rocket things that dogs get? <laughs> red rocket. Red rocket. Probably Definitely com- red rocket. Probably a combination. Uh, you know what? I think it's just a, like a seven inch red rocket. Yep. He just like kind of pulls back the hair and it's like an uncircumcised red rocket. That's what that's what I'm going with. Oh fuck. It's fucking super hairy. Tony's still thinking the question. No, I'm not no, a, I don't even want to think about Chewbacca dick. I told me, Tony's just imagining <laughs> like, don't mess with the Zohan. It's in the bush. <laughs> it's in the bush. <laughs> that was a that was a good one. I like that. That was a good one. Tony, you got one yet or no? Not yet. Son of a bitch. Oh, let me take one. I'm not quick on these. Dude, the worst question I've ever heard. It was on the podcast. And I like, I literally asked people and they won't answer it. Was, would you rather fuck your mom and your wife's body or fuck your wife and your mom's body? That is the hardest one I've ever I don't have a wife, so I have a question. Not yet. Or a girlfriend. That is the most fucked up question. I can't, you can't, you can't answer it. You can. I, I mean, I, that's one of the questions that went around in my work, honestly. Yeah, but you can't, you, yeah, but it's so fucked up. Like, you're fucked up either way you say it. Okay, so would you rather fuck your wife in your mom's body or your mom in your wife's body? So, yeah. what I picked, honestly, uh, what I picked was I would rather fuck my mom or so fuck my wife and my mom, my mom's body. And the reason for that is, okay, so I know my options, right? My mom doesn't know her options. I respect my mom too much to have that ingrained in her head of fucking me. You know what I mean? So I can't have her mind in my wife's body. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't like, know. I can't do it. So I, I could deal with I mean, I, I'd probably be able to fucking eventually minus it out of my head because I know my options. You know, I took the lesser two of the evils. It's kind of like weigh your options on that one. Do you want your mom to have that visual of like fucking you on your, I don't know why I'm whispering, but. I'm just going to beat off. You what? I'm just going to play with myself. I don't need either one of them. Well, if you could fuck yourself and I just do that, you know, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Tony. Tony's still looking up fucking questions. Nope. Phone died, actually. Well, it's like, there's one that's like that. It's like, your dad's like an inch, like, in your butt, and you're like an inch in your mouth. Which which direction do you go? (laughs) I remember that. And actually, it was, would you rather have an inch in Carol Baskin's or have um, Joe Joe Exotic. Exotic in your ass? Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Girl Basson getting fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll fuck the shit out of her. This bitch is on Dancing with the Stars. Yep. I know. I heard. I saw that shit. What the fuck? I heard it was awful. Welcome to 2020. Dude, 2020 something else. I'm not kidding. I'm just, I'm over it. We only have a couple months left. Let's survive the couple months. Open everything back up in December, January, everything back to normal. Yep. 
So you know what sucks about this whole year, okay? I honestly feel like nothing's going to go back to normal. Like this is this is going to change something overall. It's either going to be wearing masks in stores or schools. You know how like kids are treated in schools. Like my son's wearing a fucking mask in school, and it drives me fucking insane. Like he so has to bring, yeah, he has to bring two masks to school every day, and it drives me fucking insane. Well, I'm not gonna lie. If you guys see my screen disappear, my phone's at two percent. It's plugged in, but it keeps fucking dropping. Yeah, I'm at five percent myself. All right, guys. So <laughs> hey, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and end this podcast. We've been through the questions. Uh, we've talked about political views amongst all of us. But uh, again, guys, I repeat this every podcast. But this podcast is for. Um, all the hardworking motherfuckers out there to get the story out there. Obviously, this podcast was uh, just about us bullshitting and getting together, um, which is, I mean, part of the podcast, what it's about. Uh, we're going through a lot of shit right now. 2020 sucks. <laughs> but uh, if you took anything from this podcast, whether it's, I mean, we've been through a lot of political views on this. Especially Tony Davis. Fuck that guy. So, um, but if you took anything from any podcast uh, in the past 30, I think this is episode, or this is episode 30. 30. Yep. So, um, if you took anything from any podcast, share it, subscribe, like it. That's how we improve. That's how we get liked. And that's how we uh, present it to the world. Change the yep. I've always said in every podcast, this podcast is not for the viewers, or well, it's not for the views or the likes or the subscribers, but it's for that one person that needs it. In order for that one person that needs it and to change that one life that actually needs it, that's going through the problem that that individual, you know, went through yep. the podcast, you got to subscribe, you got to share, you got to like, you just going. But, uh, this is Craven Iron Podcast. I got Dante Petrola, Justin Cohen, Tony Davis in it. Enjoy. Share. There you go. See y'all. See ya.